already. Is that right? Oh, yeah. 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 Is it Wednesday? It's sure is. Is it Tuesday or is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. You know why I'm confused? Because my neighbors put out their recycling bin this morning. It was full, and I thought I pulled mine back yesterday. I'm like, I thought we did that yesterday. Then I drove by, you know, you're in that haze when yeah. you leave the house. I'm looking, I'm like, what day is it? Did I? They thought pranked I, you. thought I put it back yesterday. Well, it's still full of cardboard. By the way, still, you know I've, I've uncovered that. That is the biggest scam <laughs> in the entire state. Jobs program. Keep it together, because I know a couple of guys who listen to us that drive the recycling trucks. are like, Holmberg, shut your mouth. <laughs> we need these trucks. We need these jobs. But, yeah, uh, good luck trying to go, go read the rules someday of what you recycle and how it works. Uh, you may think you're saving the planet. You're not doing a thing. You're when you guys were telling me that stuff, I couldn't believe you can't do pizza boxes. No pizza boxes if they've been used. Yeah. What's envelopes. the point of recycling a brand new pizza box? Right. Envelopes with the windows in them yep. and stuff yep. like that. I couldn't believe Windowed it. Windowed envelopes, caps on top of water bottles. Sometimes the, the uh, cellophane that goes around the water bottle can't be part of it. Uh, you have to wash out your soda cans. Yeah, that's happening. Come on. Nobody's doing any of this. It's not enough. It's just that's why I put metal and poop in mine. No, no when you're doing your cans of... Uh, Gravy, spaghetti sauce. You know, <laughs> I don't do that. Out. Yeah, I don't do that. You got to clean out anything that's in it. It's like when the, it's like the beginning of dishwashers. It's a Margaritaville. Put the ice in, and it makes uh, like shredded ice, and then pour in your favorite margarita, and you've made a Margaritaville. You put three hundred dollars to make a thing that just blends your ice. It's a bad blender. Anyway, so but yeah, I'm confused what day it is. Hi, my name's John. There's Brady, Brett Vesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is a. Uh, uh, the morning sickness. We're ready to go for another day. Uh, almost twenty thousand people involved in uh, each of our little things yesterday. One wow. one, one winner. So the new uh, we're scams in a full scam. You. There was a call Thanks. yesterday. The uh, the apps things full this scam. Got to stop. I mean, it's it was ridiculous. They 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 boosted our power. They gave more people an opportunity to get in. You guys took full advantage. I mean, we're talking, you know, twenty thousand people. When we say a word, you guys boom, and we're hitting it hard. And uh, one winner. Whereas we've had four winners in the past with like 5,000 a pop. And that's still five times bigger than any other station in the, in the nation doing this nationwide contest. Also a big email that went out yesterday. said, please don't forget to call it a nationwide contest every time. I'm like, oh, I have. <laughs> they, they, they wanted it in a different way. But yeah, so Fitz and Larry and me and raised eyebrows towards this whole thing. So uh, I'm about to call on my... Loyal, uh, the, the group, Brady, the, the, the ghouls, the wee ghouls, wee. the ghouls, the wee wee, to not play. At least in the morning. We're going that the way this I, I don't know. Not this morning. Okay. We'll wait. But but just prepare yourselves for the day I say, let's not play today. I'll still give the word because I have to, legally. And then I'm begging you to go to zero. Show them a zero. If we could all just refrain from it one time. You can play with Larry and Fitz. And just show them as, why did no one play in the morning? Phenomenal. The big O, just smoking. Yeah, so uh, that was a big discussion yesterday. A lot of phone calls going back and forth. Like, how do we get one? Interesting. We only get one. We have, like, a huge amount of Doubled the amount. Yeah, well, at least. Yeah, it was crazy. So, man, rigged. And also, you got the uh, KDKB pulling one. Not again yesterday, but them having any winners is just baffling. So I got my eyes on this contest. This thing... And maybe we will have to contact legal, and we'll sue our own company over this thing. I don't think it was fair to the ghouls. Uh, I've got every day for the last probably three days in the mail five or six letters from Century One telling me that some one of your jackass kids is trying to register for a Century One 
Xbox credit card, gameplay card, under my name and address. And they deny it over and over. This is the most frustrating phone call I've ever had to make. Because I'm calling, I'm like, look, I don't know what's going on, but this isn't me. And they're like, we know. And I'm like, so I don't know. Like, how do we stop this? Oh, we've got it, sir. I'm like, okay, then how do I stop you from telling me via mail every day, six, seven times in a row, that John Molenberg is not an identifiable human being because they spelled my name wrong. <laughs> and they're trying to get this person's identity cannot be secured. It's impossible. It makes you just... Now, all I do now is check my accounts constantly. I feel like I've been hacked, but this is the worst hacker of all time. All this kid wants to do is play Xbox. I have half a mind to let him have my credit card. Just go play the goddamn game for a minute and leave me alone. It's almost worth not calling these... There's nothing you can do to call. I know. And while there is that, and, I, and you always forget what it is, it's like... You contact someone to say they're not taking me off the list. What list? There, there's a a place where you can call or a, they're not trying to sell me anything, Brady. Some kids trying to apply for a, a card. Oh, the kid, in my okay, name. Yeah, yeah. fraud. Yeah, yeah. He's, gotcha. he's fraudulently trying to play Xbox on a credit line that he's used my. He's got my name and address. But Molenberg. John Molenberg, which for some reason, if you look me up, is one of my aliases. I must have misspelled my own name at one point. On something. And so John Molenberg says, alias? Well, because every time I've uh, had to do house signings, do you use an alias? I'm like, no. It says here you're John Molenberg, John E. Holmberg. I'm like, that's just, those are just typos. I just, I missed the D, I hit the E. So where do you get that? I don't know. You have a an email address? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, 1999, I had an Earthlink account that I accidentally started with Molenberg, and then I just started a new one with Holmberg. Well, it's still active. I'm like, Earthlink's not even active. <laughs> Cancel it. So, yeah, I got this it's, just letter after letter after letter. The, the calls are increasing. I wasted uh, four minutes of my time that I thought, oh, this would be fun. The guy called me from the wonderful, beautiful number one World Trade Center. Oh, wow. Center. He's calling. Yeah. I guess that's where his office is. Yeah. And I get money for people like yourselves. I don't have any money. Well, Mr. Brady, I'm calling from the <laughs> one, number one World Trade Center. And he said that five times, like... I said, well, stop. What's your first name? Because he kept calling me Mr. Brady. Right. It's Bradley. Well, Mr. Bradley, <laughs> right. I just wanted to let you know. One, the, this number one World Trade Center just sounds fabulous. Yeah. Again, I, I'm i not your candidate. What's he want? He wants Mr. to give Brady, you money? Let me just tell you. Don't, wait, wait, just give me a chance. Yeah. He wants you to give him money? No, he gives people money. Huh. I help people out. This is what I do, hmm. Mr. Brady. And Really? I go, I, I guarantee you. Um, you know, then he goes, hey, we can refinance your house. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they call about refis all the time. Yeah, I don't know how to get, well, you can get off of that list. That's a solicitor. I want to get off the list of the Century One people saying, we got your back. Like, okay, I get it. I called him. I'm like, none of this matters to me. Like, you guys have got it covered, evidently. We sure do. So stop sending me letters saying it's denied. I'm not making the application. Okay. Six more yesterday. Six. All the kids nonstop. This guy's trying to play him some Xbox, and he's trying wow. to do it on my dime. I don't know where he lives, probably India or something, but I don't even, like, there's nothing you can do, like, when somebody's trying to do this. So I just feel like just, I got to just keep tolerating. I feel sorry for my female man because she's got to load up my mailbox every day with more Century One things than you'd ever imagine. Big-ass envelopes full of it. And, you know, of course, it's just is turmoil now. Well, we got to check all of our accounts, man. I know, I know. Everything's fine. Nobody's in on this. I checked the Amex. Everything's fine. I know. Nothing's happening. John Molenberg isn't a thing. It's not a guy. But I just have to deal with this. And I don't know who to call. It's like when the IRS audited me over businesses I don't have. Yeah. 
It says here you own a painting company? No. You pay three employees? I just said no. I don't have one. Well, you're going to have to prove that. <laughs> How? How? You write us a letter that say you don't own this particular company. Bloomberg Paints. I don't know what it was. It was a painting company and a, an event planning thing. And I got audited. And the IRS went through with a fine-tooth comb all my stuff to find out I don't own this. And all I had to do was write a letter. I also wrote them a letter that said I didn't own the New Orleans Saints, just in case. I mean, I don't like, how do you prove you don't own something until someone prove you don't own this? Like, are you saying I do? Yes. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, you owe all the money. I don't have, you didn't pull in like. I've owned the Saints for years. <laughs> I've just been taking right. cash. I know. How do you prove you <laughs> don't own something? Should have sent them to John Molenberg. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe Mr. Molenberg's got that. Maybe it's the same kid. This jackass. And at the end of the audit, all it took was me writing a letter saying, I, John D. Holmberg, do not own blah, 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 painting company, LLC, housed in Wyoming. I also don't own the planning party uh, company, LLC. Just, just in case uh, That's all you it took. did. Right. I can hold this over you. He, it's fraud. But, right. No, he's purged him. He's yeah. perjured himself. He said, you said you didn't own these. I don't. <laughs> We're going to get you. He says you collected $127,000 from the painting company. Like, well, I'd like to see that. I did not do that. We need your bank statements. Okay. You think if I'm good enough at not owning a company, I can keep you from seeing the bill? I'm just going to deposit that in my checking account? Can we get your Century One receipts, too? <laughs> right. You look like you play a lot of <laughs> Xbox, sir. Man your age playing Xbox that long. I'm not doing any of this. It's like this fake me is floating around, and he is he is bouncing stuff, man. Crushing he is it. a terrible financier. He needs some. He needs a fiduciary, is what this guy needs. He's got too many. But it makes you nervous because he's clearly looked me up because it's got my that alias thing on there. So I don't know what the hell it is. Either way, it's been a fun fun couple of phone calls going. Yeah, that's not me. Can you prove that's not you? Tell me the step. Somebody tell me the steps in proving things that aren't real. It's like the God thing. It's the gap of the gods. Prove it. Well, I can't. That's, you got to have faith. That's what I, I'm going to start using the religious argument. Well, you just got to have faith that that's not me, sir. Are you a religious man? I am. You believe in God and you have faith that that's real? I do. Then you're going to have to take my word for it here. Have faith that, that John Molenberg is not me. It's nonstop. It's craziness. But, uh. You just thought. Made me think of another idea: a faith-based credit card. <laughs> faith. We're a faith-based credit card company. Yeah, we'll take it. We we believe in you, <laughs> Visa. We're omnipotent. We're everywhere you want to be. Hey, you don't have to pay it. We'll get back to you. We we believe you'll someday pay this. Yeah, it's impossible to prove that. I can prove I exist. I think they're four a.m. You know all that stuff. <laughs> I got philosophers on my side and everything else. Prove you don't exist. Huh? I can't. Have we ever met? That's the only thing I can say. Not really. But I'm on the phone with you. But I could be anybody. Now we're getting kind of deep. We're getting a little Descartes here. We're going uh, uh, way too deep into this. Yeah, it's crazy. So I just call Century One again today when the letters come a rolling in. But I do. I just feel like I just feel like loading that kid's a card with like a hundred dollars and letting him play a little Xbox on my dime on a card I don't own. I just say, hey, go nuts, kid. Have fun for just you know, get the Wheel of Fortune. Have some fun with that. Do a little gameplay. And then go bother somebody else for a little while. Here's a C-note to get off my ass. I can handle that. Uh, and that's the thing. Maybe it's the same. Uh, maybe it's the Nirvana kid. That's possible. Needs the cash. This Spencer is the, Eldon. Yeah, this is the weirdest uh, story in a while. Now, Because you remember Spencer Eldon uh, was about five, four or five years ago, maybe? 
was celebrating the fact that he was the kid on the 25th. Album. It was the 25th anniversary. anniversary. Yep. That's when it was. When was that? 2016. That was, uh, 2016. Yeah. It was 91. So he's swimming around in a pool. And he's like, look, I was the baby in Nirvana. And everybody's celebrating. I remember watching him do interviews. Wasn't like, naked this time. No, he had his shorts on because he's a little embarrassed of his micro dick. He evidently <laughs> didn't grow from the cover. So uh, he's now suing Kurt Cobain's estate, Dave Grohl, and Chris Novoselic. Yeah. I don't know if he's, uh, Pat Smear wasn't there he yet. He wasn't there yet, so, so he's, he's not safe. getting sued. But he's probably got a couple of bucks. Uh, suing all three members of Nirvana for 150 grand apiece. Because he said no one ever asked him permission at four months old to be on the cover, and his guardians... They took complete advantage of this baby. Yeah, and his guardians, who happened to float that picture Nirvana's way, didn't know it was going to happen. But 25 years passed, and he was smiling underwater, going, It's me! I'm the baby! And now prove you were the baby! You ready for this little nugget on the 25th anniversary? He said he did it. But he admitted he wasn't happy to be associated with it. Right. He threw that out. And maybe he wasn't. I don't think I'd want my baby dick on uh, a, a classic album cover. Then don't take Even the today. picture on the 25th anniversary. Well, right. But they must have paid him. Yeah, he, I think he's short on cash. I don't want my baby dick out now. Like, if my baby dick got out today. And not baby dick. Like, the, the dick I carry around is nicknamed baby dick by everybody who's ever seen it. So if you see my yeah, baby Yeah, but if dick, that was you... On that album cover, oh, I'd be celebrating the crap out of that. How yeah. cool is that? I'd walk around handing out copies to everybody I met. Here you go. This is me. This is me. That's like having your face show up on uh, 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 Sergeant Pepper's on that amazing collage of all the yeah. people, and then you're in it. You're like, who's this guy? Oh, it's me. I don't know where they got the picture, but I'm in the. I'm on Sergeant Pepper's album cover. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of painted originally, or like one of those. Oh, that's a real baby's dick. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's claiming also that it's child pornography. That's another That's thing. That's the he's main. Yeah, he's, he's really upset that it's child porn. He took advantage of him. If you look at that and you get turned on, you're the child pornographer. <laughs> it's you. It's on my uh, ceiling of the bedroom. Well, but, sure. I mean, it's, it looks <laughs> yeah, because it's underwater. It's like yeah. a little fish baby. Yeah. You like that. Yeah, I don't understand uh, how any lawyer says, yeah, we can get him. How do you prove that's you? There's no paperwork. There's nobody signed anything. They just have the picture, right? That, so, that I don't know, but I, you would think a big record company would have crossed their I's and dotted their T's. But it was but, Geffen and Sub Pop. Well, Geffen still wasn't. I know Geffen's massive, yeah. but I'm saying they got a picture of a, a naked baby. That's like... He's not... Um, you know, the thing about the lawsuit... Could be anybody. There's no yeah. mention of that that you, one, never got any um, financial... Right. Well, there would be um, credit problem. There would be paperwork. The lawsuit there. says he suffered permanent physical, psychological, and financial. Then harm shut from up. The photo. No one would have known so it's you. Maybe there's a. No one would hire him because he wouldn't shut up. I, Brady, yeah. I could I could look at a hundred baby look, pictures baby of Dick, you. We're not going to hire you. Yeah, I, literally, you line up a hundred pictures of Brady as a baby. Yeah, and say which one's Brady, and I'd be like, mm, I don't know. And they're all you. You would know. Uh, would, you, you look the same, probably. <laughs> Bald. You'd Goatee. Go, you'd, you could pick pizza, baby Brady pizza out of one. Is that true? What's wrong with you? Nothing. You j- you could tell. <laughs> I think so. You've done no yeah, changing? I... <laughs> you oh, got like, a baby You're talking about some... that. Yeah, no, you couldn't. Yeah, I could, if I put yeah. you in amongst a bunch of babies, for sure, I, no one would know. Yeah. So if you're on the cover of an album that's caused you great stress because you think it's you, just shut up. I was, yeah. just caused me an unbelievable amount of stress. Why? No one knew that was you until you said it was you. That's your own fault. If there's a picture of my dick 
on the internet. Everybody says, look at this baby dick on a human... Like Dave Ellison, if you didn't put his face in it. That's the whole reason when you take dick pics, you don't ever include your face or tattoos. Yeah. So you, it's, it's plausible deniability. And then people are like, aha, it's the most viral tiny dick of all time. I wouldn't know that's you, although pretty reasonable. Uh, I could find out. I could find but out. But that's still not baby. If he's that's, older, that's, yeah. That's, that's, but, yeah, two. that's like, what are you, like seven there? Two. You're the yeah. same height. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, like, I look at that and I think... Why do you have baby pictures of yourself, by the way? <laughs> My sister said it to me a long time ago. And you hung on to it? You should yeah. make that your screensaver. Like, look at that. <laughs> He's the creepiest mother ever on the planet with a... Is that your baby? No, it's me. Ew, weirdo. I just remember when you said that, I'm like... You have a baby pick yourself. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to talk to Brett for the rest of the show. <laughs> Probably not look at you much at all ever again. But yeah, I mean, if I that's why you do the whole don't identify it, because every dick looks pretty much the same. Especially when you're four months old. Right, but... Like right now, if my baby dick was on the internet, somebody said, all right, we're going to do a dick lineup, then you got some. With babies, yeah. 30 years later, you're not doing anything about that. This dude should shut up. I, I want to be the lawyer against this and just go, are you kidding me? Prove it's you. Give Probably, me the paperwork it, that it, says that's you. This is easy. It definitely must have boiled over to the point that they did a buyout on the picture. We'll give you two grand. But there'd be paperwork too, on yeah. that. It. There'd be papers. There should be. So if his parents don't have it and he doesn't have it, it's not him. Legally, it's not him. Because if you can't produce well, the paper, or Geffen has it, correct. or Geffen's got it, yeah. they have to have it. Because if they, if either one, like they but, don't have it, they lost it or whatever. Right. But if Geffen doesn't have any paperwork on well, it, they have a legit case. I'm saying, well, no, they don't. this is good to prove it to you. If Geffen's like, we found a picture of a baby naked and we used it. We know. Who well, though, obviously, if I'm a lawyer looking at that and say, and they're. Their argument is prove it's you. Yeah, then that's you got the a pretty first... good. Argue, it might be worthwhile to battle out. In... How? Tell me that with no paperwork, no money exchanged, because that's what has to have happened for this to even have a lawyer on it. And then have everyone now turn around and per- say that we weren't we All weren't I'm using saying... him as a baby. We weren't using a picture based on him. It doesn't matter. You're looking at going having everyone deny that. I'm everyone. Guessing. This should be the same thing as Deshaun Watson's case. Everyone that kid's age should claim they're the baby on Nirvana's. Album yeah. Cover. Because we all should. It. We all should. Well, I can't. <laughs> I was 21. <laughs> was it? It was 20. 20. I was 19. And my dick was the same size, which is pathetic. <laughs> it could have been me. Actually, I was bald and my dick was the same. It could have just it, been it's me. It's just they, so much bigger. That's it. I'm suing. They shrunk, my, they shrunk a picture of me and they put me in the pool. and they, That's the exact same me. Yeah, everybody that age right now, if you were born in you know early 1991, say that's you. Yeah, it's me too. I was it. That's it. And then claim it. I figured out because if Geffen's like we don't have any pay, I don't. I I very seriously doubt Geffen's even thirty years later still has the two thousand dollar receipt for the rights to that photo. Yeah, I don't know. There's but... nobody's got anything. This is a ridiculous thing, and this I, everybody should do it and just wash this kid out. Plus, he only wants one hundred and fifty grand a piece. Well, that's just it. This tweaker is looking just just to get paid off. He's not looking for the big settlement. That's why he's not going for much. So he's going for one hundred fifty from each member. So he's trying to get four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it had to be, but it had to be based upon you know some formula. Whether it's royalties, it, it sold so many, and I, okay, I, his, I don't know. I know? don't know. I would think that I think it's just some lawyer saying, "Yeah, they'll settle for this. Let's That's just get exactly, that money." Yeah. And not even well, that. Well, then they're starting high. Then. Well, I think they're starting low. I think I think they're well, they're going to end up with like fifty grand total. Yeah, and he'll That's be what I'm fine. Saying. With That's that. what they they figure. Yeah. This is the max we're going to ask. When you do that, that, you find out. Uh, to me, you find out what Nirvana's. Uh, Proceed or, or uh, 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 net value of that album is. 
yeah. and sue for that. If you're a good lawyer, you're like, this thing made over blah, 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 million dollars, and we want this. And then another lawyer comes and goes, come on. He didn't write the songs. Well, all right, half. And next thing you know, you're down to like $50 million. And then you end up, you end up yeah. settling for 150000 Jay Todd Himes, who painted my picture of the great COVID Barry Wood, yeah. the big black guy in his penis, said, what you need, John, is a painting of the Nirvana album cover with Barry Wood in the place of the baby. Yes. Jay Todd, you're hired. <laughs> I want a whole wall of those. You could have a Barry Wood room. Yo, oh, the wood room. Taking you to the woodshed. I just asked him if, uh, if I could get that done. He said, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Barry Wood in the pool, huh? Barry Wood in the in Nirvana pool. And then Barry Wood on awesome album covers would be... I might have to replace all idea. That is a great idea. Uh, Nevermind sold 30 million copies. So he's trying to get his. Yeah. And also, uh, Todd Todd Morrow says, I'm not sure if you uh, said this, but I read that in the 25th anniversary, this idiot said he told the photographer, we'll do it naked. He's four months old. Oh, no, that was the other one in the 25th anniversary. Yeah. But he thought it would be weird, so I wore my swim shorts. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. It's a money crap. But it's ridiculous. And, again, go after it. If, if this is how easy it is, every baby photo. You know that one of, uh, was it Jodie Foster was the original Gerber's baby? Uh, she was the one on the on the cover of Gerber's with the. Oh, no, that wasn't she Gerber's. Was one it was year. The, no, it was the suntan lotion. Where the dog is pulling the. Copper tone. Copper tone. And she's like that, I think. Or maybe she was the Gerber baby. One of the two. Yeah. But uh, didn't get anything for that. But her parents did. Brooke Showed Shields. Showed a bum in the copper. Brooke tape. Shields was one. Uh, they, they, there's there's paperwork to prove this stuff happened. So this kid's an idiot. Yeah, go back and try to do that whole thing and prove it's me. You can't do it. You, it can't be done. It's like, it, it, good Lord, if they can't prove, you know, crimes based off of this, they're never going to prove that that kid. That's it. This is the easiest case in the world. But it's kind of troubling because... You're right. It's a dude who just needs cash. And you saw a picture of him on the 25th anniversary. And you're like, all right. This is a tweaker. He looks like a little bit of a bum here. You're 27 years old. I, I, I think I think it's the, the, the coolest honor of all time. If you put me on the poster of, you know, uh, Star Wars accidentally. Boy, that's pretty awesome. That's one they're using forever. Yeah, that's you. On, okay, pretty sweet. Yeah, like I said, I'd hand out copies to everybody I met. Here you go. Same. This is me. This it's is me. me. This I was me. the baby. I was the yep. baby. Yeah. And go to, like, uh, shows and sign the album, and that's how you get your money. He should be at, like, Comic-Con signing Idiot. those how album covers. Would... Yeah. I'd probably sue him. <laughs> but still, it's just. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or Courtney. Yeah. I, it's just it, Nirvana. Whenever you hear the word estate, it's probably going after something that, you know. I gotta get that, but you can't. You, I don't know. There's so many things that are like, how can you even know? Again, babies. Brady, you could look at 30 pictures of Kirby, and 30 pictures of other babies, and probably go 20 for 30 on the Kirby shots. Your own babies. Yeah. It's it, babies are impossible to. Uh, you can't tell what's one from the other. That's why we all have to dress them in pink or blue. You don't even know what it is. I look at babies and I'm like, oh God, please have a color that's identifiable. Don't be one of them gray they babies because. I'm going to say it, and you're going to get mad at that. You ever have a mom do that to you? Oh, it's adorable. 
It's a she calls it an it. I'm like, I didn't look at its genitals, lady. It's just a lump of carbon mass. You want me to tell you the truth? Your baby looks like an old man dipped in 30 weight. I don't want to look at it anymore. It's ugly. They're all ugly. Leave and it alone. used to be, if it, you know, sometimes would be pink and blue, like in right. colors, but now. It's gray. Sometimes it's wearing a it. rainbow. Nice to say, oh, they look so cute. Oh, they're yeah. so adorable. I don't, because I no longer lie to women about their babies. It's got kind of a lumpy head. This one's a little bit ugly. Hopefully it grows out of it. Hey! All babies are ugly, ma'am. You know that and I know that. There isn't a cute one out there. If there is, they're it rare. It is safe. Was Kirby I still a, use it. Honestly, was Kirby a cute baby? I mean, thinking back, not being her dad, but you look and you're like, because my parents admit I was yeah, not. You know, I was a conehead. She had um, a, she was born with a lot of hair. So I remember she had a that. natural mohawk. She looked a little and that weird. Was kind of cute. Well, the mohawk was cute to parents, yeah. but if yeah. you paraded that thing around, it looks. I mean, sort if of I would have put makeup on her and stuff, <laughs> right, maybe maybe a little John Bonet action on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for the most part, you look at it and go, Oof, not done yet. They're not cute. They're tiny. Women see it differently. Of course they do. Their own. Women women say your baby's cute and then tell the husband in the car, that kid's nose. That's going to be a mess. I hope it grows out of that. Holy Michelin, man. You should see pictures of me. I was fat. They put me on a diet the day I was born. I was a conehead because evidently mom was tight. Squeezed the whole top of me. And it was before the uh, skull shaping helmets. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I got away with this clean ass. I got a good shaped head. I don't know how. Because you look at pictures of me as a baby. I'm a football. It was a tube head. You could have been a, a pharaoh in Egypt. Yeah, fat. Oh, I could very easily. Because <laughs> they like, used yeah. to point their head. I looked like form their skulls. I was Papa Emeritus. I had the hat on before. <laughs> I was a weird-looking kid. My parents were like, you were not. A... My mom, oh, you were adorable. Because my flaws are cute to her. But I was a. All babies are kind of ugly. All puppies right out of the chute are disgusting. You got to give them a few weeks before they're like, oh, look at them. You see them when their eyes are all closed. They look like little sick pigs. They're not that cute. About three weeks, two weeks in, then puppies start getting to be that heart melting. But kittens. That's different. (laughs) Kittens in your, you ever hold a brand new one? They sit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, I held a brand new one that got squashed by my mom. You! That's enough. (laughs) Killed it. Why did you smash the cat? Is that the one she vacuumed? She was running out the front oh, door, right. and I had him out on the front little porch area, and she was late for tennis, and she was running down the steps. Oh. Late for tennis. Stepped on the kitten. I'm going to be late for tennis. It's a, I chucked it's a at casual her. game. You it's show up when you yeah. Yep. You're a couple minutes behind. She was Winky's going to be so mad at me, I'm going to be late. She was late for drinks. Winky. Winky and Bunny. Oh, do you realize how sickening your childhood was? It's pleasant. Winky didn't oh, play tennis. It's grosser than Pleasantville. Winky and Buns at the club. Brady, come on. Winky wasn't a member. You guys are a stereotype. Oh, she was black. Yeah. No. <laughs> what was uh, what was her teammate's name on tennis? Nick. She had a couple of. Um, Joan Markwood. It was Jones and Mark. Jaws. No kidding. She talked a lot. Oh. Jaws. <laughs> That's what the. <laughs> Did you call him that? Or... No. You, you we didn't call him. Yeah, I called him like Mrs. Joan. Markwood. Yeah, so, she's oh, yeah. great. Did you know your parents' friends very well? Not very no, well. No. I mean, I knew who they were, but Me that was too. about it. Yeah. All I had to do was like say, hello, sir. How are you? And then like go back in my room. I never, like Brady knows them. Like they know Brady, even as yeah. an adult and stuff. It's weird. 
Blinky and Blinky and Tuffy and Chiffon and Cotton Candy. They Benny. all come over. Benny. Benny and Bunny. Oh, I'm going to throw up. I dated Benny's daughter. What was Benny's daughter's name? Stephanie. What'd you call her? Not. What was her nickname? Um, Clements. <laughs> What's up, Clements? Love Muffin. Yeah. Was she hot? Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Close? Ninth grade. It was too young, oh. you know. So you didn't really date her. You went to like a dance. We uh, we were steady for about three months. No kidding? Yeah. Maybe a little dry humping. Oh, yeah. On Benny's couch. Oh, All right. Yeah. Get on you, Brady. These stories yeah. are hot. Put on a little uh, right. regatta de blanc. By the way, Please. I'd like to announce, I just realized that I was the baby in Rosemary's Baby. I would like to, I forgot about that. I came out you the need to get paid. I, was, I need to get paid for that. Rosemary's Baby is a classic. Uh, Mia Farrow. And also, Mia Farrow's in it. Woody Allen raped me during the film. So I just want to let you know. That and everybody, everybody born that year should also claim it. Yeah. I was Chucky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could still be Chucky. <laughs> was that, 87? You were in your mid-20s? Yeah, absolutely, Brady. <laughs> course but it's uh it doesn't seem to be a case that has any legs on it i don't understand you know it's funny because uh what was her name uh katie just hit up and said uh that that he actually has never mind tattooed to his chest yeah, the kid's been celebrating it since i've ever known about him he's the one who told us as he should i absolutely. would absolutely yeah. he's the one who jumped out and said i'm the baby nobody nobody knew who it was so you he said it it's right there on his chest. Yeah, he's gotten <laughs> never mind tattooed to himself. Okay, good for you. Prove it. You can't DNA taste test the album cover. <laughs> this bothers me. Frivolous lawsuits. Good looking kid. The baby. You can sign up, you know, just call, get permission, and yeah. you're right. Go to Comic Con or one of those and sign yeah, up. Yeah, make that cash. Man, you can. Uh, also, don't you hate that when they black out the baby's pee-pee on Nirvana, never mind the actual thing, it's probably bigger than the one they'd use for you. Look at the size <laughs> of that kid, Schwant. The, the, the digital blackout is amazing. Like, Japanese porn has smaller digitation, digitalization. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he looks like our uh, promo guy, Drew. Oh, my God, he does. But yeah, don't, don't do that. That's a man-bun guy. Definitely a man-bun guy. <laughs> Looking for a quick 50K to get his weed supply going again. Spencer Eldon, world's biggest douche. Uh, it's 6.15. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Let's make it Nirvana or something. We'll actually probably stick to... Uh, We've had requests for the Stones. I was going to say the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I got you know, I got a couple of favorite Stone songs that would not be good wake-up songs. But uh, A friend of mine texted me yesterday and had a great point. He goes, if any or all of the Rolling Stones died in 1986, how would the world be different? And I'm like, it wouldn't at all. Yeah. There'd be one less person. Because Mix had a, a baby since. 60 years he was drumming. I think Ron Wood had a baby also. So there'd be a couple less people. But I mean, as far as music goes, how would it be different if the Rolling Stones never did another thing after 1986? Musically. They didn't it influence wouldn't. it. It wouldn't. Steel Wheels was a decent album. You could do without it. That came out in like 89. Outside of that, you're saying they um, had a legacy the album before that. Voodoo Lounge. Let's see. Voodoo Lounge was '79, I think, right? No, uh, or was that '94? That was '90. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking of the one with uh, and that had uh, a disco song on it in '79. Oh, uh, miss waiting you. on a friend. Miss you. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Love is strong was on that one. Nothing. Uh, it's only two. You got me rocking. I remember that one. 
it's okay. Yeah, it's be, not great. People, no, no. people yeah. said it's the Rolling Stones. Let's find the two best ones right. and push them on you for a second, see if you like it. So his theory was that they started in like '64, about '86. We'll give them till '90. Yeah, when they were they could still put something out that was relevant. So for 31 years, they've been irrelevant outside of concerts. Uh, so we're celebrating 60 years of music, where 30 of it was nothing. But isn't that it's amazing yeah. that even that last 30 years, they put together a tour? Oh, they could still sing. Monsters. The only thing that changes... Because the catalog's so huge. It's massive. Yeah. And, and let's, hits, let's be honest ridiculous. about the Rolling Stones. They were pumping it out there. They were, oh, yeah. they were throwing out everything they ever wrote. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They're that, at yeah. Dylan Pace. I don't know that they ever said, <laughs> not good enough for the record. Yeah. I think they just wrote 12, put 12 on, and that was it. And sometimes they were brilliant. But you start. I started to do the math on that. That's not to bash them. They had an amazing run. Yeah. But the last 30 years of them, we could have done nothing. I, the only thing that changes in my life is that the 2005 uh, Super Bowl halftime show isn't the Rolling Stones. Outside of that, that's it. That and my boss, Paul Peterson and Terry Harden, gay dancing to the Rolling Stones <laughs> uh, at uh, ASU was hilarious. So outside of, outside of all those. You kept it pretty simple. Yeah. That's how they could tour so long. I mean, you and Keith yes. playing those songs. So, I mean, it's more a case of longevity than it is success. For sure. Because we don't want to hear anything new from them. We haven't. Since the Reagan administration. Oh, if it's 86, we would have missed the Harlem Shuffle. Harlem oh, Shem. that's solid. <laughs> 80, well, 89, Steel, Wheel, Steel Wheels had... Keith Richards has a song on that that's phenomenal. I don't remember the name of it, but it's... Like, he every once in a while would have his own song on the album. That was the best one on the album. But it never was a hit. Uh, and then Steel Wheels had uh, Heart Attack or something like that. They were even Heart talking about sale. their hearts not being very good then. I can't see that. Oh. I don't remember the hit off of that. Rockin' a Hard Place. That was it. Hearts for Sales. Oh, yeah. For Rockin' a Hard Place. Stuck between a rock. That was a cool... It was cool, but was it... Come and go? It, it wasn't, wasn't a like a jumping jack flash no. or Sympathy for the Devil or no, anything. No, it was the best one off of that. But there's a... Paint I think Black. I think Slipping Away on that album is the one Keith Richards did. And it's great. It's like Keith Richards by himself, and it's great. But, uh... I mean, yeah, you start looking at like what we, it's when Robin Williams, I started to feel bad for Robin Williams before he died because, and he even said it and Ray Romano made this point. He goes, when you get to a certain level of success, nobody cares about your content anymore. Ray Romano said that he and Phil Rosenthal, who did Everybody Loves Raymond, they had such a loyal fan base for that show that they would write jokes and look at each other and go, not even a joke. Doesn't make sense. Not funny. I mean, not even to our standards. Like, this is lazy. It's bad. And it doesn't even land. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the audience would just, Ray would just go, oh, I can't believe Deborah would do such a thing. Ah, the crowd just goes, but ah. And he's like, they, that's when we knew we were done. Because we could say anything. And the people who liked us were going to, the echo chamber was going to tell us we were great. And the real world was going to just start slipping away. Robin Williams would show up on a talk show and just, oh, look at that. Oh, Mr. Happy, here we go. Just take it and over. And people go, oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. But he's just making noises. He's not even, like, trying anymore. I think the Rolling Stones got to that point when Reagan was president. I oh, just yeah. remember, you know, right around that time in the 80s when people would go, they'd do a tour. and like, well, you know, it's more of a heritage thing or painting. You yeah. know, Mick's flowing up. He's amazing. Keeps it going for three hours for his age. 
Right. You know, and the sound was that never was great. I thought they were... And then they got better, I think, later because, uh, I mean, obviously some Because they were auto-tuned. Stuff. They yeah. had tracks. They were playing But different. I remember one or two years where we like, man, the, it is bad. Well, the, the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, was all tape. They played over... Uh, they're clearly on a click track because they had the time, but I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was, and it was just pure cacophony of noise in the building. On TV, it probably sounded fine. And, and I think Mick magical was magical yeah. about Mick's, uh, you know, rooster walk. Yeah, and he's great live Going down the runways. And but again, other than nostalgia, which is important, but other than nostalgia, and how many times can you do it? Like Guns N' Roses isn't selling downtown because this tour they got going on. Is four years in the making of the same exact stuff. Right. But we don't want to see it again, which is weird. Because when they came back, that gap of time, that leave them wanting more thing, like, oh, my God, they're back together. Everybody went nuts. Uh, it's not, now we're kind of like, all right. The danger. The funny. danger's gone. But isn't it funny? Yeah. Team. Isn't it funny how they don't have that, but the Stones could sell out ASU again tomorrow? Right. And they've done nothing. And, and it's like Guns N' Roses just like, okay, gotcha. And not to put them in the same category, but, I mean, the world's most dangerous band. Yeah. That's what the Stones were. They were the original. Uh, the Guns N' Roses They're the is the bad second boys coming. To the Beatles. Absolutely, they were the they were the scary ones. Yeah. So, congratulations. I mean, not to you know, Charlie Watts still. He's dead. It just got me thinking. Yeah. And there's other bands that God. I mean, why can't they? Die? Why even the Grateful Dead have people dying and they still go? Brady was playing Grateful Dead stuff this morning. Can we get a few of these older bands to just drop dead so they can't tour anymore? The Eagles. I didn't know this, but the Eagles are dragging Glenn Fry's son out. Oh, you didn't know that? No, yeah. that's Glenn Fry's son. That's not the Eagles. You're fooling yourself, people. Wolfgang Van Halen once again announced yesterday, look, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. I'm not taking up my dad's business. No. That band, I don't even know how you reunite them. I don't know who's in it. But, yeah, just Glenn Fry's junior. It's... We all know that Captain Caveman and Son sucked, right? And once they added the son, when Oliver got to the Brady Bunch, we know it stunk. When you add the kid, Danny Cooksey on different strokes wrecked different strokes. The new oh, yeah. kid, the new kid, ruins everything. There's a new kid in town. Well, cousin Oliver and uh, well, that's it. Cousin Family Oliver. Ties. Uh, Family Ties had Alex. Growing Pains brought Leonardo DiCaprio in, and then had a baby too. Uh, but you're talking about Full House had new twins when oh, the two right, Olsen yeah. twins got older. Stupid. You're talking about Captain Caveman and Son. Terrible. Any of those sons never worked. Scrappy do. Yeah. And that's essentially what Glenn Fry Jr. is. I don't know if that's his name, but that's what he's going to be known as. And get your own life, Glenn Fry Jr. Actually, the last album that was awful, probably relevant for the Stones, was probably Tattoo You. So, Miss, or, uh, 70s, 81. That was 81. So, had Waiting for a Friend. Great and uh, and that was and the one that started me up. Everybody was bashing him for that because Waiting on a Friend is the. Is the weird little yeah uh, like yeah, well, and then a, the one before they did disco songs. Yeah, that was yeah. on uh, Miss You. That was when I was start me up was eighty one. Yeah, holy cow, that's a great one. Anyway, that's probably the last one. That's bottom line. I don't know who that tattooed lady is on Tattoo You, but uh, I think it was Brady. So go get your money. <laughs> There's a lot of bands like I think Pearl Jam kind of falls into that category a little bit, but they've been around for a long, long time and. Not a whole lot's come out of them outside of nostalgia for the last 10. Watch it. Old Jerry's going to come uh, in I here know you got some Pearl AK. Jam people out there. I like Pearl Jam, but there's a lot of bands that are just running around touring on. Like, you shouldn't be touring it. Well, it was like, what was it? I think even, and not putting them in even in the same category, but Poison always says, why are we going to put out a new album? Nobody wants to hear it. They just want to hear the hits. That's, That's why we tour. That. It's true, though. 
And I, I guess if someone was paying me the astronomical amount of money yeah. to, to do stuff I did in uh, 50 years ago. Okay. But, you know, you're poison. Who wants yeah. to hear the hits? <laughs> the no. hit. The, yeah. I don't hear Unskinny Bop ever again. <laughs> write some new stuff. I'll, I'll change your mind on that one, Brett. Go write some new stuff. <laughs> get out there and uh, go Steelers, but write some new things. Uh, yeah, let's get that wake-up song. Probably a Stones song this morning for Charlie Watts. But 81, that's a good time to check out. Oh, yeah. So I'm not... Uh, it wasn't the tragic passing of one of the Rolling Stones. Those guys lasted 30 years longer than anybody thought. Old Jerry just texted you to shut up. I know. He loves that Pearl Jam. <laughs> but they haven't done anything any good. That last album, they could have deleted that. <laughs> it's actually... And I'm, I love... I think Pearl Jam's great when they're great. That last album? Uh, here, back... What was their last great album for you? Dog Last great album they put out? I think the last one that... Uh, wow. Great album. Uh, ten. <laughs> as far as the whole album. I actually like the one with the avocado on it. I don't know what that's called. That's got a couple of good ones on there. And then another one that looks like it's got uh, Japanime art on the cover. Has a, has a, uh, Given to Fly and a couple other songs on there. Pretty cool, but... That's a tough question. I don't think they've had a great album since the first three. The Avocado one I liked, and then uh, there's that other one with the the nine, like the Guadalupe Squares one. Yeah. Backspacer. Backspacer. Outside of that, I haven't. And I still listen to a lot of their stuff, but boy, that gigaton. Weren't a versus or Vitology kind of guy? Versus Vitology, Pearl Jam. I hated Yield. Uh, people kind of liked Yield. I didn't like Yield at all. Yeah, we could have we could have killed Pearl Jam in 1999, and it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing coming off that after Vitology. Let's be honest. You got to look at it though. I mean, that Ten is such a phenomenal so album great. to follow. Yeah. It's like almost like let's just quit. We can't. Uh, we're right. done. How can you get better than when you peak in high school? It's yeah. the, the hot girl in high school. You see her when she's 40 and she's fat and got two kids. And like, man, it all ended for you when you were 17. That's pathetic. <laughs> like, nothing good happened to you after Mr. Johnson's class. Once we graduated, it went all downhill. I'm like, you got 70 years of downhill. You realize how long we live, right? You better hope high school wasn't your best moment. You can't come out of the gate strong. I learned that. And boy, did I come out weak. <laughs> I got I to gotta have a strong close because my beginning was suck. Anyway, sorry, Pearl Jam fans. That's true. Oh, uh, Given to Fly. That's right. Given to Fly is a great song. Yeah. There's a couple on there that are pretty good. Uh, give us a wake-up song, and we'll uh, scream it together. Probably a Stones song. Uh, we'll figure that out. 585-9800. A good one, and then we'll get that word out to you coming up at 7 o'clock. You can win another 1000 bucks. Today's not our zero day. Try to crash it again. 20000 per pop yesterday is pretty damn impressive. You guys. With one winner. One of, one of the KUPD winners. I don't buy it. Uh, but let's do it again today. Let's get jammed up in this thing. Crush this machine. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All right, off we go. Yeah, we're talking about bringing juniors on stage. You met, You brought up Jack Nicholson. That's the same kind of thing as the Stones. Like the last years of Jack Nicholson, you're like, all he has to do is show up and people will say it's good. Well, they're not really judging it anymore on whether or not. All he has to do is just get the eyebrow up. That's exactly what I'm talking the one that's tough is because he has to. He needs the money. He's got bills to pay. But De Niro, it's his brutal. last. Oh, he's Steve just, Martin. I can't Robert even De Niro. That. 
Eddie uh, Murphy. Uh, there's a load of, of celebrities that just without their first thing, unlike you said, the Pearl Jam deal. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Alex just texted, and he's like, Pearl Jam scored four touchdowns in one game. They're Al Bundy. Uh, four touchdowns in one game. And then, then now what do you do? You're Timmy Smith. Timmy Smith ran for 200 yards in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You never heard from him again. Larry Brown, you know, the two interceptions in the st- and gets a huge contract and never hear from Dexter Jackson. Same thing. Like all these guys that make their mark in a big moment. Kenny King. What did he and do? For the Eagles, didn't he... Uh... He did the same thing in a career game. Well, if it's just, I think Kenny King was okay. Did he play for the Seahawks? I don't remember that. Either way, but like Timmy Smith broke records. Uh, Dexter Jackson made a whole contract with the Cardinals based on one game. And that's kind of what Pearl Jam did. And the reason Jeremy's mad is because he went and put Pearl Jam on his body permanently. So he needs them not to suck. (laughs) That's the danger of that. If you, you go ahead and put your, man, this band's amazing. And you tattoo it to yourself. And then they start putting out garbage. You're like, oh, no. But everybody eventually is going to start to stink. We're talking about the Eagles. Brady and I both went to the 94 Hell Freezes Over show. Brady didn't mind it. I thought it was... It's in my top five worst shows I've been to. Man, that's crazy. They are so boring. Live. They Uh, sound good, though, right? In an arena, I think it would have been better. Okay. At ASU, it was dreadful. The sound was bad. There was no energy coming. Joe Walsh had energy. Stage was okay. And we had good seats. I mean, we were on the... I think we were in the same section. We got them through the station at the time. I was 94. I didn't work at the station. Oh, okay. No, yeah. The girl I was seeing at the time bought them. We were right on the... I mean, they were really good. So the sound, obviously, you're getting the monitors up close. Yeah. Uh, they sounded but, fine, but it was like, I just turn the album on and imagine them sitting there singing to you because it's the same thing. They don't move. Came close not to happening at first because uh, the wind kicked up. There was like a haboob Huge. that went through there. What did you say that they were... They said they were accused of what? Loitering on yeah. stage. The Eagles <laughs> even admit they're boring. Yeah, oh yeah. Don Henley said that. Yeah, there's not much interaction no. in between songs. and Now, if Charlie Watts' son goes up and starts playing for the Stones, it's different because Charlie's 80. So you can start seeing him. But isn't there a time when you're just like, have a little pride in yourself to say, that's my dad's work. I'll go and fill in. Like Rick Nielsen's kid plays drums for Cheap Trick because Bunny Carlos got sick and can't do it. Yeah. But that kid's a drummer. What about Bonham's kid uh, playing with Zeppelin that right. uh, tour? That was weird, too. But... Or not I tour, mean, but that show. There's something different to me about like when a guy overdoses. That's like the band, a one-off. The band wasn't yeah. broken up or done. They're like this, like Alice in Chains wasn't done yet, and their singer dies. You're like, why do they have to quit? ACDC, their singer kills that. You know, essentially kills himself. Yeah. And you're like, well, we're not done with you, and if you guys aren't done, we'll we'll gladly keep going. But it's different when it's just like you're the Eagles. You haven't done anything in 40 years, and the founding member drops dead. What are we doing? Dragging your son up there. It's, Vince not, Gill. it's not even nostalgia at that point. Yeah. And Vince Gill. Yeah. yeah. And, and what, it, there's no nostalgia in that. It's a cover band with uh, one of the members. It's the Beach Boys with yeah. John Stamos. Mike Love and John Stamos are not the Beach Boys. Every once in a while, they, they roll Brian Williams out, or Brian Wilson out there. Brian Williams, the NBC <laughs> News guy, might be better. In my room. <laughs> like, oh, no. I don't want to hear you guys not harmonize the whole reason i'm here but nostalgia has to still be good and yeah. i don't i think sometimes that's the whole indiana jones argument put the hat and the whip on them everybody gets excited but the stories have been terrible it's crazy uh today is uh it's august 25th brady and that is the day in my world that will almost live forever in infamy as it was my first uh it's very strange because august 25th has significance august 20 something has significance in my life quite a lot 
because the 27th, two days from now, marks our 20th anniversary since Brady and I, at the very least. You were here, but not yeah. doing anything. So, I don't know. Does Toledo work here then? No. no. And he no. left and came back. So he wasn't here. He wasn't with he us, He was here obviously. for a couple of years. He was doing promotions. Was he in promotions when we started? Yeah. So he yep. was. He was working with Randall. Originally. Because mm-hmm. the dentist guy was here. Dennis was he doing was, overnights was, at that time. You weren't here he, when December we started. 2001. Okay, so I was almost. Rich so, okay, so you, that's right. You were not here. That's right. Silent <laughs> Rich. And, and God damn it, do I miss Silent Rich. <laughs> 20 years ago, you were Silent Rich, and then yep. now look at him. He's all uppity and chatty. Now he talks too much dick. All because of Toledo. <laughs> now he's the dick that won't stop. Now, must bowling. That's true. Well, big dick Toledo. Well, we brought you back to produce. We kept that Silent Rich tag on you. So, yeah, Brady and I, uh, it was 20 years ago on Friday. That's hard to believe. In 2001. And then, uh, you know, a couple weeks later, we took some time off. <laughs> <laughs> that was an incident. Best deal ever. <laughs> it was a pretty good start. Hey, say, hey, how you doing? It's the new show here on KUPD. How you guys doing? Okay, I got to fly back to New York and drag some lady out of that rubble. I'll be, uh, I'll be back when I'm back. So it's this Friday or last this Friday? This Friday, this 27th. Wow, yeah. the, I believe it's the 27th. I wasn't keeping track, but I've been told it's the 27th. Uh, but on the 25th, I had started a... Uh, at, well, I worked at The Zone. Uh, used to be 101.5 The Zone. It was an alternative station back in the late 90s, and they gave me a chance to do the morning show there. And uh, that started in August of uh, 1998. And I believe it was the 17th of August. August has a lot of that kind of stuff so uh, on August 25th, and now I was producing the morning show before with Jim Sharp and Stephanie Durant. And Jim decided he didn't like Stephanie at all. He'll tell you different that it was just he wasn't feeling it and he didn't want to do mornings. He hated her. And I mean, hated her. Jim's one of those guys like you, Brady. He wouldn't say that out loud. But I'm like, you don't quit a job if you're like, hey, look, she's great. I think she's great. I just can't work here anymore. So Jim decided to quit. So they let me, the producer, just kind of step in while they look for someone else. There I am, 25. I just turned 26, trying to figure the... I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I've never hosted a show. I'm doing the exact same thing today. Same mentality. No clue what's happening. And uh, no training, nothing. So I go on there. On the 25th, we see it's Sean Connery's birthday. So I make that phone call that almost got KZON and Phoenix Radio. National coverage. National coverage. National Enquirer coverage, which was worse. I... Almost got sued by the National Enquirer my first week on the air. What the hell did you do? I called Sean Connery as Sean Connery on his birthday. We found out where he was. Well, we didn't actually. The listeners told us he was in New Zealand. And I just called up and I'm like, ah, oh, you crafty son of a bitch. How the hell are you? And you just hear, <laughs> who the hell is this? It's you, you bastard. Happy birthday. Who is this? I need to know immediately. Tell me, have you woken up and hit your wife yet? Because I know how we like to do that. So I go back and forth with him, and he gets crouched, and he starts yelling. But it's just me, back and forth, just like that. He's not involved for real. National Enquirer, back in 1998, there's no tapes, there's no voice record. They just assume it, they run with it. And uh, they called me, and they're like, oh, we understand you had uh, Sean Connery get pretty mad at you on the radio this morning. I'm like, yeah, that did, that was pretty crazy, right? And they're like, yeah. So I run with the story like it's real, not thinking. Here I am, fraudulently saying that Sean Connery abuses his wife, which, by the way, he said he did on uh, Barbara Walters. Remember when right, he said that? Statement. When I think when a woman up. gets her little mouthy, if five across the face, put her in line. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Ah, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> and that's why he's a hero. And then a few years later. Do you was, want to back off on that statement? 
Well, she, I didn't Barbara say, Walters. Yeah, she said, wait, do you want to say... No, no. I, think, I think it's... <laughs> that's sometimes, said. just like when a man's out of line, when a woman's out of line, a good smack in the face is what she deserves. And he sat just dead serious and told her, you're getting close, lady. <laughs> that's essentially <laughs> what he was like, keep it up, bitch. So I went back and forth with this Connery thing. National Enquirer does it. And then my boss gets a call and tells the same reporter, like, what do you think of your employee? What are you going to do with him? And he's like, it was fake. It was his, his, he does a pretty good impression. So it was him the whole time. They're like, oh, we went to print with this. You owe us money. For, for It was like their cover story. For Sean Connery it. loses his mind uh, talking yeah. about beating his wife. And they were going to put it on the cover. And uh, they had already started to like go to print like a week later. And uh, called the boss and said, what are you going to do with this guy? Because he's in trouble, right? And I'm like, I'm in trouble? For what? Playing a prank? And so they tried to sue the station and me and, and everybody. They got no case. Well, yeah, they do. Because I said it was real. I told them. The case was, they had me on tape going, absolutely, that was him. <laughs> so then I lied to them, and uh, I, it was terrible. So I'm sitting in this office like a week after I started. Like, it's over. I'm forever the guy who did this. And... uh all we had to do was pay him a few bucks, and I had to do a retraction. I, had to, I, I mean, I did. I never got a copy of that. The retraction that uh, I admitted I lied. The National Enquirer did some follow-up and said, "We well, can't print a false story." Well, there's no tape of this anywhere. You know, probably not somewhere out there. I never keep any of this. Oh, okay. Toledo's first one started tape. Oh, okay. The that. ones that uh, tell lies are getting someone to yeah, say yeah. they told. Well, a all lie. we have, you know, look, that's. Here's the thing. Had we lived through it, had I gotten to Paul Peterson and said, don't tell him it's not him, because I already did, and Paul ran with it, they'd have run that story, and it would have come and gone, and nobody would have cared. But we'd have gotten a ton of, like, like local news would have been like, oh, what was it like talking to him, and how? why did you do that, you wacky DJ you? And I'd have just played it. And then they'd have gone, can you do some? Ah, yes. Hello there. Patty Kirkpatrick. (laughs) You know. I like to watch you on the news, but sometimes when your mouth's moving and words are coming out, I just want to give you a good smack. I'd like to smack you around the room. Patty Kirkpatrick, formerly of Channel 12. The only thing I want to hear coming out of your mouth is my man yummy. (laughs) That'd have been awful to them. And they'd have laughed, and it would have gone away. And it would have forever been who knows. But uh, yeah, so it's on this day that I, I, I was in tears. I'm sitting in an office in tears because I had two people telling me that you just lost the station that's licensed. You know that, right? And I'm like, how? We had a different vibe in the sales department. You this got, is great. <laughs> this guy's pretty <laughs> good. Out, yeah. <laughs> we finally got somebody that's uh, funny <laughs> rather than Jim Sharp and Ted Simons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was weird because I'm like, this will be fun. Like, I think I like this job. And the first prank I pull, <laughs> they're like, we owed them $300,000. Is that coming out of your salary? And I'm like, I get paid hourly still, you guys. I was making like nine bucks an hour to do a morning show. And they were telling me it was a great opportunity. I'm like, yeah, for you. I didn't realize at the time. I was thrilled to do it. But yeah, so this day I always think about that. Because within four days of this day, I was crying my eyes out in front of grown men. I'm so sorry. I was just doing... I, I, that was the job. <laughs> I Don't have, my job. I could have sworn that was... What you hardly do to make it stop. This no guy's worries. An idiot. It got paid for. Well, they did. They ended up not paying, evidently. Well, so but I, I'm they, just uh, telling my, you the, the movement oh, on the. Trust me, everything the was The sales fun. and yeah. but everything. They, and, oh, you got a pulse in the morning. And they snowed it too because uh, National Enquirer lied. They said 
that uh, they went to print with it. Yeah. And miraculously, it never printed. But my my lie did. My uh, hey, I'm sorry, I lied to you. Because they did print a small story with it, but they didn't do. Yeah, that I remember there was something that was going out that oh, there's yeah, Phoenix Radio Jock uh, called Sean Connery. Connery in New Zealand. We just uh, I, I don't even know because I even said who is this? It's two in the morning, which somehow or another the time got measured out to New Zealand somehow. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what Any time. Answer. I don't know what time we said it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hello, because it's 1998. You always answer. <laughs> I should have. It would have. Ahoy, hoy. Yeah. Uh, it's seven o'clock. The word is anthem. Right. Is that a city or is that a thing? It's not a city, is it? I think it is. Is a city. it? I think okay. it is. Yeah. Okay. Anthem. Because I know just Del Webb just Del built Webb's a bunch of houses. Anthem. Now it's a city. I guess that's how cities. Well, that's work, how right? they did. Now they now built it. Was there Sun City a city? Yeah, and he built that. So. Yeah, built I know they just show up and they're like, "Here, build thing." It's a city now. So anthem is the word today. A n t h e m, anthem. Uh, you get on the app, you go through the sixty or seventy different things that they've got you going through because corporate guys get how to do on air program, and uh, you get that and you go through the, the hoops and that'll be easy for you. Twenty thousand strong every time we did it yesterday. That's pretty awesome. Crash that app. I'm sorry to all the people who listen on the app, and I'll tell you this: play on our app, listen on the TuneIn Radio app because. There's uh, this is stupid during like, the contest. Yeah, uh, during yeah. seven to nine o'clock. There's or eight thirty. There's no reason for you to listen to our show on the KUPD app. I know you're supposed it to earn hours because it crashes all the time. So until our corporate guys get it right and figure out how to run a contest where the app's not going to crash to try to encourage you to like our app, all you're doing is encouraging all these listeners to hate our app. Yeah. Did they boost it yesterday though? Yeah, supposedly? and it boosted and it did okay. good, but it still crashed. <laughs> uh, anyway, so happy birthday to Regis Phil. And Sean Connery. Regis is the other the, uh, the other thing. A little I controversy got, there. Where, that was my. That was my. I didn't realize I bookended with the same birth. August twenty fifth is a very important day to me. Back to back. Do you know that story? No. Oh, it's great. Sit back and enjoy this one. Brad. All right. <laughs> so I on a, uh, it was January of two. Uh, I'm reminiscing because it's twentieth anniversary. Yeah. And that's what you do. Uh, I'm at the zone doing the morning show. We're doing well. We're in second place on a show that kept saying we're going to find your replacement. We're going to find your replacement. We went from like eleventh to eighth to second. And I think we were losing to KZZP. Everybody always thinks Dave Pratt did well here. He really didn't. He just told you he did. He did good, but it wasn't as big as he says. And I got the books to prove that. So <laughs> F you, Pratt, if you come out of the woodwork for that. So uh, uh, so um, we get a, five new owners. We get all these new people in. This dude named Chris Ebbett. Uh, Brady used to live with him. Uh, he, he lived with me. What's well, he lived with you, and uh, he would hire prostitutes. He needed a place, anyway, yeah. So, uh, so, and Bray would wake up with pros- no, he would, prostitutes. No, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. The ladies at gentlemen's clubs. Yeah, like those are prostitutes, Bray. Oh, okay. I hate to break it to you. That's what those are. You pay a lady to get naked. That's prostitutes. I guess he did buy her pizza. Yeah, he, and, and then I bought stayed. her one the next day because yeah. he's like, I gotta get her out of here. He went to work, and, and I'm left. like, you want a pizza, Dakota? I'm ordering yeah. a pizza. Dakota. Why don't you stay a little bit longer? I liked Chris eventually, but at first Good he guy. was he was hired to hate me. Yeah, and he did. And so he came in. He's like, you're like this awful loud. And we're playing at the time. You know, we're, we're going back and forth between the Verve Pipe, Ricky Martin, and Allison Chains. The station had no direction at all. Zero guidance. And so uh, I'm doing this stuff. So on a Monday, Danny Davis, who worked at KOI's old man, and Charlie Martin, who I used to call on my breaks all the time as old people at KOI, and go, did you just say something about your dick? <laughs> like I'd say that they'd said something really funny. You calling again? I didn't say anything about a fish. So, uh, so I, I, Danny comes in and he's a manager and he pops his head and he goes, "By the way, you're out Friday." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, they're canning you Friday." I'm like, "We're in second place." He goes, "We're getting fired." And he goes, "Yeah, you're out Friday." 
And I'm like, no kidding. I'm like, why Friday? Because I think it'll be easier. You won't throw as big a fit. And I'm like, well, watch this. Oh, no. So, so I'm like, is that for, and so I go to Danny and I'm like, this is for sure. Jordan, by the way, the doctor loves this story. He makes me tell it all the time. So, uh, again, I almost lost the license this time I tried. That was at the peak of who wants to be a millionaire. So I'm like, we're getting fired Friday. Let's go out in a blaze of glory because I hate radio. Like I, at that point, I hated it. We had five owners in one year. Uh, Ten cooks in the kitchen. CBS yeah. was running us. I uh, bailed three months before yeah, you. Brady left three months before because this place sucked. I mean, working there was brutal. And then I'm dumb enough to go back. But anyway, so I'm on there. So uh, I know we're getting fired Friday. So well, let's give them a show. Let's do some stuff. So on uh, this is on Tuesday. We start planning out what can be the worst thing we can do without cussing or, or doing anything to scare the hell out of them. Because they say I'm too irreverent for this station. They wanted Stephanie to tell all the jokes. I'm like, all right. Well, I'll do the, I will do the Regis Philbin thing. Who wants to be a millionaire? And I said, what if we added a fourth lifeline where if you blew Regis, he gives you the answer. <laughs> On the zone you did yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this bit was long on purpose. I knew it would drive Chris nuts because he's like, two-minute bits. I'm like, yeah, you'll get that out of me. I'm capable of that. That's the taste of consultant. The only thing I can do in two minutes is, uh, is masturbate. <laughs> and I can break that record. I'm... And the Roger Bannister of that. <laughs> so I go on and I'm like, all right, here we are. We've got our uh, contestant here. You're out of lifelines. The million dollar question. Do you think you know it? My producer's name was Kevin Butler. He's like, I don't know it, Reg. I don't know. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a fourth lifeline. You get down on your knees and you service Big Daddy. And I'll give you the answer to the million dollar question. You'll be a millionaire. What do you think? He goes, what do I have to do? What? All you got to do is wrap your lips around. Give me a little mouth hug right here on who wants to be a millionaire. For the next two minutes, the noises of a man blowing Regis Philbin were on the air. Oh. <laughs> I mean, terrible sounds. Oh, on, the way, God. on the way back from a sales call, listen to this. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting close. That was close, but I held off. Tickle underneath. Give me a little of backdoor love. <laughs> and it just drug on and on. And, you know, they're pounding on the window. Get in my office. It didn't fire me that day. And then on Friday, I just got in the Worst airport. kept secret ever. Worst kept secret. I'm like, I guess you should probably let me go. You're going to lose the station its license. And I'm like, am I? Mm. Good thing I'm not going to be here. And like, he didn't know I knew. And he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. This is just ridiculous. We'll sue you for this. And I'm like, okay, Chris, whatever. And that the thing about that week was hilarious. It's like there'd be over the intercom calling yeah. people to their office. Yeah. It was like... Uh, well, no, I did. That, that wasn't the that, ownership Yours was change. separate. That, that was totally That was the different. one, the Friday... I got on the intercom and said, today's a better day to fire me this? than yesterday. If you guys are interested in doing it now, I'm in. So Chris, call me in. So Friday, he walks by the office at like 11. I'm still right, there. That was a second. I'm like, Chris, let's get this over with. I'm yeah. on the intercom throughout the whole building. Chris, let's get this over with. I'm Jeez. waiting. For, I, my bags are packed. I'm finally here. John Holbert, please go to Chris Ebbett's office. I'm like, Finally! <laughs> Oh, that was a different. The one yeah. Friday I'm thinking about is no, that was one of the consolidations Friday when owners came. You just make an announcement, so and so to. Uh, if you heard your name on the intercom, you were fired. Come to the office, oh, and and you knew that after the first guy. Yeah, Craig Craig Lefton, please come to the office. Craig comes out. Well, they gave me a hell of a severance. David Cooper, please come to the. Well, you're fired, Dave. You know you're getting fired now. <laughs> Good seeing you guys. Oh, daddy. So, yeah, I tell Chris that. I go in, there's Dave Griffin, he fires me. Best part of the story, though, as horrible as I was, their research says I had to come back. Four months later, this very same guy shows up in uh, Los Angeles where I was living. Look, you got to get him back. Yeah, and they hired this this poor son of a bitch, had to come be my friend. I want to have drinks with you. And I'm like, why? You hate me. I don't hate you. 
so sorry. Hired, tries to hire me back to do afternoons at the zone. And I'm like, you got to double my pay and give me like four plane tickets a month. And they did. I'll do it. So he come back groveling. He came, and then they fired him the day I said yes. Oh, man. <laughs> it was crazy. Research wow. consultants yeah. came in. Oh, it was brutal. You got to get him out. Well, this guy's got to come back. He was yeah. doing great, and his yep. patient suffered. The research says he needs to come back. And I'm like, I don't want to come back to that crap hole. And then I told, and the, my, my, the day I knew I was in trouble. I said to the guy hiring me, I'm like, I will come back. You double my pay. You give me these. I didn't expect you to say yes to that. And I said, but no more changes. This place changes too much. I don't want any more changes. We got Chris in charge at programming, and we got this is it. And he's like, you got it. I said, the only consistency here is change. Walk out into the office, and Chris goes, did you sort it out? And I'm like, I think we got a deal. And he goes, okay, I have to let you know. They let me go right before. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? They changed something when I'm telling them no more changes. They I'm didn't gonna buy a house. Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was before. That was the time before. Sons of bitch. Anyway, so Regis, Sean Connery, it's their birthday today. They hold a special place in my heart as people who, who got me almost got me out of the zone early and got me into this nightmare. So. Since you're talking about the anniversary, crazy. Uh, Rochelle wants to know: Does John remember the game they used to play on the zone called "I Know That Guy"? No, it wasn't me. I don't know. Oh, uh, it was probably those new guys. Might have been the new guys. Know. So, they were, now they were before you. No, they were yeah. they were after my morning show and okay. during when they brought me back because they were failing in the morning and they brought me back to do afternoons to try to do some sort Bookends, of man. try to do oh, this thing where it's like the old guy versus the new guys and it was like all right and then I just made the, I actually made one of them cry joking around with them because we were supposed to joke around. I just thought we could be friends. I didn't know it's going. Dave, I was playing. I'm Very like, you're, sensitive. You're literally crying about jokes. I'd been in that office crying before too, but because I was being threatened with money I didn't have. He found anyway. the right market. No, I don't. I knew they used to do things like if you knew a celebrity or you could get them in touch with a celebrity, they'd give you a prize. So the typical wacky radio. Wacky radio contest. was like, hey, if you know that guy, let us know. I know a guy who knows this guy. And then you'd call down the line and try to get to a celebrity. Oh, okay. And, and John, by the way, it's all fake. It was also all fake. Yeah. They had it lined up. But John in the afternoon and the way it was set up, it's like the new guys in morning show. They wanted their modeling just after. Star 95 at the time was Ryan Seacrest. Right. They said, let's do the whole music. And it was just, it was a mess. It was a star in LA. They were trying to copy the They changed the music. I mean, that was terrible. Numerous times. Yeah, it was awful. I cried driving to work once because I hated it there so much. I'm like, I want to kill myself (laughs) and drive off this bridge. I can't can't stand being in this dump anymore. (laughs) That doesn't happen in 20 years here, Brad. I've never cried driving to work thinking of you. Driving home a few times. <laughs> but never drive. Never, never on the way in. All right, update. Apparently, we've crashed the app once oh, again. Oh, for Christ's sake. This thing's terrible. <laughs> Anthem is oh. not working. Anthem. But then a few people are saying it is working it after is like working. 10 times they entered it. Yeah. it. Yeah, the app's not taking the word. What the hell? All right, I'm getting them too. Uh, you know, the corporate, uh, Greg's coming in next week. Oh, really? The corporate to talk. And I'm no holds barred on this thing. John Holberg, yeah. my office, please. <laughs> Probably going to be the thing. That's fine. But he needs to know. As director of programming, he needs to talk to the people on the air before he sets up a contest like this. They, this is a mess. I mean, it's working for us, but the rest of this, I feel bad for the other stations that have to try this thing. They don't understand what they're doing. They're not crashing their app. Anthem is the word when you get around to it. Uh, seriously, listen on the TuneIn app. It works every time. It doesn't get screwed up. And then at 8.30, come back to our app and earn your hours. That's the reason you want to listen to our app is you earn hours and the prizes just show up in your in your mailbox, which is cool. You get to, And that, that is a legitimate part of it. But if it can't handle traffic, what's the point? 
like having a website. You can only take like it's like a you know maximum capacity. That's the whole point of the internet. Yeah. Anthem, the word today that you can hop aboard. Easy enough. Yeah, it's weird. So almost happy anniversary, Brady. Twenty years. Remember that? I do. Remember that drunk midday girl we had there for a while? Used to drink uh, Listerine and Scope because she couldn't get her fix with real alcohol. <laughs> so we had a midday girl at the zone. You'd come in, and the whole room smelled like minty fresh all the time, and try to figure it out. She'd start the day with a full bottle of Scope, and by the end of her shift, it was almost gone. Oh. She was not spitting it out. She'd oh. go home. Even her cat couldn't take it. Left off. Of the <laughs> yeah, her cat <laughs> jumped off of a tower. <laughs> she goes on the air with that. Minty fresh breath. Of, ah, Mr. Snuffles went off the edge. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I live on the 13th floor. <laughs> like, oh, don't Survived. tell the story. He did? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember Lost hearing probably that. Five I didn't believe it, and I watched the scope one day. I was a dick. I played Tears in Heaven for a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I thought the cat died. I don't... I, I know he had some broken limbs, but I think he... But she was laughing about it, but then like... Starting, seven, it was seven Well, that's an alcoholic, though. She'd yeah. laugh, and then she'd go emotional and start crying. She had her, her she was all over the map. Seven or 13. She was boning I the weekend overnight guy. She was boning the Brett Fesley of the station. Was she hot, at least? Chuck a cat's off of the balcony. She was okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got... Hey, Brian, I got an idea. <laughs> Hey, let's have some more scope and then throw my cat off. I bet it lands on his feet. I would have just known that earlier. It would have been the scope studio. We lost her. Sales would have sold that one. I, she had a purse, a big bag purse with a bottle of scope in it every day. And I'm like, you, and I'm an idiot. I'm like, minty fresh breath is so important to you, isn't it? Hey, you always have to smell fresh. I'm like, it's a little too fresh. I mean, you lead with it. And then she'd disappear into the bathroom, come back with half a bottle of Scope. I'm like, what's going on in there? I just got to be fresh. Guzzling Scope. <laughs> God knows what else was in that purse. I only saw the... And it was that big industrial bottle, too. It wasn't like a little... Like the tiny. Costco size? It wasn't a sipping bottle. Yeah, she couldn't take the sipping bottle. She'd had a 40 of those. It was that big family <laughs> oh, size. yeah. Yeah, and she had a coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> and just after her, the guy that would just scream Gary to clear his throat... <laughs> Before oh, he'd go man. on the air. This business. <laughs> what a, Good morning, everybody. What a bunch of knobs. <laughs> uh, yeah. The- you would come into the studio right before, like, at the end of a Tal Bachman song. <laughs> like, like Nashville with a tan. All right, that's enough of that song. And then you'd hear uh, Carrie would be going. One one five the zone. It's Carrie Edwards here live in Phoenix, Arizona. He was just every time, every break, he'd scream at the top of his lungs. Was he the all right undo? undo no, that was Marty. Undo. <laughs> was a guy named Marty who I called Lassie. Lassie would panic. Ah 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 ah! What is it, boy? Boy, ah, ah trouble. Ah, we ah ah ah. The Pablo Francisco of production. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Only Pablo's mild drug habit by comparison. Ah ah ah! What is it, boy? Is there a boy stuck in the well? Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Delete, delete, delete. So anyway, what are you gonna do? Uh, anthem is the word today. What a walking down memory lane. I don't want to do a lot of that, but it is August twenty fifth, right? Anymore. <laughs> I told Larry, he's like, we're gonna have a roast and we're gonna do a twentieth anniversary. It, it's rich. Are there any surprises coming? No. Uh, you'll be fired if you're lying. Uh, as far as I know, they haven't told me. I swear to God. 
Because I told him I don't want to. You're a man. You're supposed to have a job for 20 years. Right. We'll celebrate when we're done. Right? Yeah. yeah. I know they'll put up things that say it's a 20th anniversary. I don't want to do. Be, get out of here. I'll have a, we'll have a party and maybe like goof around and sing and dance and have a real band play. But I don't want to do any of these like celebrations of this. Let's just take the day off then. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we get our 20th anniversary off. I don't want any of that stuff. You know anything about anything? Nope. Kidding. Nothing. Nothing. Richard. Swear to God. All right. Well, if you do happen to hear anything. You're fired. Put your foot on it. Like if there's some sort of weird. Because they wanted to hire. They wanted to have a roast of us. I know. With people who don't know us. We'll have Corey Taylor. I'm like, he doesn't know us. Maybe Pat McMahon can um, come and roast you. I would. That you can do. (laughs) Let me tell you about old dickhead here. And Grady, <laughs> I remember when Grady was the maid that replaced Mrs. Garrett on different strokes. <laughs> you look just like an old version of Edna Voles. Nidra Voles, sorry. <laughs> Think of Edna's edibles. Brady was the fat girl on Facts of Life. Natalie. Anyway, Anthem is the song. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. They are they are hitting the road this uh, next month. They invited us up there to go to New Mexico. Those guys are hardcore. For yeah. golf? Yeah, yeah. golf, mountain bike golf. You should see the place they're staying, too. It's ridiculous. And they happen mm-hmm. to pick the day I'm going to have labrum surgery. Hmm. I'm thinking about going. To my labrum surgery? You're not invited. I'll bring a pizza. All right, then I guess I'll go mountain biking yeah, yeah. instead. Right. The hell with it. You should. Sounds Just like right around the house. That place looked amazing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, check them out if you if you got those mountain bike needs. BMX for the kids. They got everything and everything and everything for you. BMX for the DUI adults. <laughs> That's right for the That's West right. Siders. For the West Siders. The you get your, when you get your DUI, you can get a BMX for a good price. It actually plus the five alarm coffee. Not sexual there. Oh, is is available there at Action Ride Shop. Go to actionrideshop.com as well as catch them up on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Did someone Instagram. say blow it? I'm back. <laughs> Happy birthday to me, baby. So uh, lots of stone suggestions. Uh, most, of, most of them are the basics. Paint it black. Uh, give me shelter. Bitch. Happy. I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, start me one. up. Can you hear me knocking? Can you hear me knocking is my favorite stone song. It's a great uh, song. Hands down. I, uh, Good yeah. fellas. Good fellas. The Sopranos yeah. used it. It is unreal, but it's not a wake-up song. It's way too long. Jumpin' Jack Flash, You Got Me Rockin', Brown Sugar, Start Me Up. Start Me Up's got to be the one, because it mentions a dead man. And now we're going to find out whether or not the girl in this song can actually do what they say she can, because Charlie Watts is no longer with it. Hmm. Yeah, start Me Up? Yeah, Start Me Up it is. Because can she? So my friend said, yeah, we're going to find out uh, whether or not she can do it. Maybe she can. Keep an eye on Charlie's pants at the funeral. Yeah, 80's a good year, a good age to... Vamoose from the band. And what other bands, like you start thinking about that, what other bands could have just checked out 20 years ago? And we mentioned Pearl Jam. Some people would, uh, I don't know. I mean, well, there's plenty of them. Yeah. Plenty of them. That, uh, and like you said, who gets better as they go? Very rare. Very rare. Everybody, everybody pinnacles and drops. Yeah. But I would say, and I know I'll get arguments from people who just hate them for the sake of hating them, the Foo Fighters got better with every record until the last two or three. 
What about they hit their pinnacle with with wasting light? I think, and then it's then it's falling. Then it fell. See, I like the I like the documentary thing they did on HBO. Wasting light's still great. But if you didn't watch the documentary, yeah, that album is not good. I like the songs. I, I actually, really? Actually, I really? I can't really get into but it. I think Wasting Light's amazing. Yeah. That thing top to bottom is incredible. Concrete and Gold's not very good. Mm. It's okay. St. Cecilia's not very good. Oh, now, now, people are, now people are asking for, tell us those Jason Blind Kid stories for the anniversary. Everybody. Those aren't even the anniversary <laughs> of this place. Those are the, no. That was the lunatic asylum I worked at before here. <laughs> Jason had no eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason. Working with a teacher from Kung Fu. Yeah, I don't know what, what? he was doing. He had uh, his eyeballs. Jason was doing Kung Fu? No, no God, no. no. Well, it looked like it sometimes when he's trying to leave a room. <laughs> oh, Jason and his eyeless head. No, we'll get into those later. I'll tell that story another time. But, yeah. Yeah, other bands that I like the... Uh, what about you 2 Should have stopped. Uh, I think they, they made it I to... I mean, they... No, they made it to 2001. That's it, because uh, the uh, then it became commercial. Right around, no, it just wasn't very good. All that kind of stuff. Well, discotheque kind of... was '93 or two. Lemon was bad. Lemon was horrible. But Lemon. that was—I got to give them credit for that, because that was them saying, "Let's try something new." Kind of when the Stones went disco, like, "Let's give it a run." We don't care what people think. Uh, two thousand one, when they did the—they uh, had an album. I think it won an album of the year. Um, and it was like two thousand or two thousand one. It was great. All that you can't leave behind, or something that was like that. Great one. It's a great album. That That's was, the tour I that saw. That was two thousand or two thousand one. Me too. Two thousand one. And then from there on, nothing. They haven't done much of nothing since. So they could have dropped out twenty years ago and been fine. Hmm. Nothing's different. Where you know, because I saw them do the Joshua Tree here, what, two or three years ago, over there at the the arena, and it was not good. It didn't sound good at all. No, no. Very disappointed in that. And I've seen him. I went to Don't you think it's yeah. that stadium? The stage was pretty cool. But the- was I neat. thought Metallica yeah. sounded good there. Oh, I thought Metallica was I was amazing. in the back of Metallica, yeah. oh, okay. and it was just reverberation. Oh, okay. Larry was very angry that night, so I had to, he was mad at stuff. He Isn't sat that in, the one where it took you a while to get there? It took us forever to yes. get there. Oh, I almost turned around. Oh. But yeah, I, yeah, that was the... Larry was sitting in the concourse of the, of the stadium. Oh, very, I remember Very that, yeah. angry, and I had to go. He's like, I just want to go. I'm like, I don't blame him. He wanted out. I forgot he, he was mad at I remember. It was, it was the whole situation. Oh, the whole thing. Because you guys couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah. well, they didn't give him any respect either, the, like yeah. the band people, right? Lars was great, but... No, no, not the band itself, yeah. but... Like management and handlers yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. No, they were pushing up against walls. Yeah. It, it was, and I had to do a stage announcement. They were great to me. They kept pushing Larry against walls. You stand here. It's like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting smashed up. I don't know. He was mad at something else, too. We were all kind of mad. That drive was brutal. Metallica is on the list. Yeah. Could we have done without their last 20 years? Their last 20? Yeah. I don't know. Hardwired was good. We talked Hardwired, about there's that. There's a couple of... There's some stuff that's yeah. good, but... It takes you a while to get back into that one, though. Yeah. Like, done I think without you're, it. you're biased. Well, I mean, it's, it, they hit the... You know, I mean, I guess we could say, they, again, like I said earlier with 10, I mean, they hit their pinnacle with the Black Album, and that's... How do you follow that? Yeah. You don't... It was good, but it wasn't... It was good. Album. No, it, definitely. But definitely. do you go 20 years down the road when they're 77, 80 years old? Oh my God! Oh, yeah. they, there's no way they can keep up playing. That's what we said that about the stuff. Stones. 
Yeah, I know, but they they can't play and master you, puppets and everything else at 80 watch, years old. Watch, uh, we went to the Rolling Stones yeah, concert Mick Jagger's here, and 25. they killed it. It was awesome. He's on loads of great. He, he eats like uh, you know the healthiest person in the world. He's, he's got like Tom these, Brady, huh? whatever tennis yeah. shoes. He's like got your tennis shoes because they've got like two inch thick soles, and he runs around. Don't on have him two like... inch thick soles. <laughs> <laughs> They're just normal shoes. What a puggy bear. What are you seeing? <laughs> Goldfish? <laughs> not those ones. I miss got, Silent Rich. Maybe the ones you gave to Kirby. Anyway, the app's back up. Anthem. Even though yeah, somebody, it's working for people. Yeah, Keep as trying. I, as I say it, another email comes in. Your app sucks. I know it's not your fault. I know. I'm sorry. We didn't do this. This isn't our thing. We just have to play along. Hey, have a big contest. Yeah, Anthem. Well, yeah, make sure all your ducks are in a row. <laughs> I concur. This app sucks. Yeah, Outside I, of look, listening to your show, it's pretty much useless. Fire Bob and all the other Bobs. <laughs> well, it's not useless. I don't want to attack them that bad. They're trying. Look, they're suits. You already know why they sit in an office all day. They're not qualified to do any of this stuff. They came up with an idea. They're really super proud of it. It's like when your kids draw a picture. We're putting it up on the fridge. We know it's bad. But <laughs> look it makes you. them happy. It keeps them off your ass for a little bit. It's not well thought out. They think the money thing's the best part. Eh, you know, they could use a little uh, consulting of their own. They won't listen. Because no. that would make them bad suits. You should see how the listeners followed along in Cincinnati, I'm though. telling you. You guys got great numbers. Yeah, but you used to. It's come, your listeners. Come look at my emails real quick. It's your listeners. Every day at 7.08, look how many people tell me how crappy this app is because it keeps crashing. Uh, Anthem. We got to fix that part. But still, you can win a thousand bucks. That's not so bad. So get on that thing as we speak. Uh, which one do you want to do? I thought we were doing Start Me Up. Start Me Up is the one? Okay, sure. let's do it. For uh, for the late Charlie Watts and the Rolling Stones, who still managed to say they're going on tour because he wasn't going to be part of it. Like, what was it, a month ago? He said he's not yeah. on tour with them. And now we know why. And now we know why. Charlie wasn't doing well. Uh, so here you go. Start Me Up. You're Rolling Stones. Uh, so long, Charlie. It's 98KUPD. Metallica for you. Sad but true. It is. Uh, we're just a few minutes away from the next one in our big national contest, uh, where we've got uh, our app that will crash again. Look, I'm, I'm stop yelling at me. Email our bosses in Chicago. JJ goes, man. I just sat it for 28 minutes trying to get that stupid word in your app. Finally comes around. It says the contest is over. I hate your bosses. <laughs> guy says, man, whatever genius came up with the idea to run a contest on the app that doesn't work is a moron. What's the next idea for your suits? Charades on the radio? <laughs> Leave it to the professional suits. Love you guys. Thanks, JJ. It's not our fault. And Tony just cuts right to it. Yeah. Tell those bobs to quit bobbing on each other's bob knobs. <laughs> Fix the goddamn thing. Tony Delgado. That's right. Suit bobs. I wonder if they talk to each other about this. Like, this guy's coming after us. But you know, he's kind of a dickhead. I wonder if they'll admit they're wrong when I get to see them. It's, you know, it's the thought that counts. The trickle-down blame will be great. Yeah. To see. Oh, it'll be awesome. I love when suits have to confront the problem. Boy, it is a pass-the-buck system. Not one of them will sit back and go, man, we blew it. Well, the app wasn't ready. We weren't ready. Well, that was confusing. Well, you know, we had some people. You know, we had some hiccups, but it was our first time. Like, imagine if I did that. Top guy's okay because he could say, "Look, I was assured that we were be, be able to execute this program." Yeah. We'll see. Now we got people asking for their email addresses. <laughs> they want the suits' email addresses. <laughs> Find put- it. I'm not telling you. Find <laughs> it. Find That's it. That's on you. Yeah. 
Took 40 minutes for your stupid paid to lo- page to load this morning. Nice app. I got it to load. Two minutes left. Put the code in. The box grayed out. Time for your new word. You got one participant that didn't get counted in your numbers. Wonder how many more you missed out on. Oh, thousands, Melissa. Give us your emails. Uh, <laughs> I told you. Uh, I don't want you to be. You guys will be dicks. They want heads to roll. I got this. <laughs> There's no reason to fire people. It's just, I got it. Don't worry about it. If you happen to find it, it's public information. That's fine. I'm not going to be the one handing you the suit's emails. That's crazy. But you guys a- got 17K or 19K already? What, people? Our station? Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't matter how many people anymore. That's just bragging rights. I mean, we've won this thing up and down. But, I mean, it's an app that it's frustrating because, again, boots on the ground. When the general comes up with a plan and tells the troops, here's how we're going to do it, and the troops come back and say, hey, guys, you could have done a different job. And the general's like, I'm not changing a thing. Pull them out. Yeah, it's like, what are we supposed to do? Oh, yeah. Forgot. Brady. Wingsday. Wingsday. How bad could things be if it's damn Wingsday already? You know what that means. Uh, Hooters bringing you the Brady Report. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Uh, Wingsday, sixteen ninety nine per person for all you can eat wings at Hooters. A Mick Ultra draft on special that's sitting right in front of you at Hooters, and then say, "Hey, Hooters, thanks for giving us this Brady Report." And in a few minutes, another word, so you can crash our app again, and I can just listen to you bitch and complain like I'm doing. We're all in the same boat here, people. Brady Report. Good Wingsday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Also, happy National Banana Split Day. Oh, that sounds terrible together. <laughs> Nothing sounds worse. Liver and a, a hooker's <laughs> is a better appetizing sound than what you just said. Oh. Hot wings and a banana split or this prostitute at 4 a.m. and some liver. Bring her on over. Get that liver all cooked up. Got a couple of basic oh. facts. The liar bird can mimic almost any sounds it hears, including human voices and chainsaws. Cool. Which is probably alarming for its neighboring creatures. The only the spotted owl. <laughs> it's just it's just there to tease the spotted owl that more logging is happening. Yep. Only one NFL team has a plant for a logo. A plant? Yep. The Saints. Bingo. Yeah. The fleur de lis. It's a flower. Stylized lily. Women didn't start shaving their armpits until the mid 1910s. It's only been 100 years. Thank God I wasn't born then. No kidding. And it only took him 70 more years to figure out that nether region needs a good <laughs> brushing, too. Babu was strutting around with Harry. Did your grandma not shave her pits? Well, the 1910s. How old is this woman? She's long dead, but I know, she was but born probably close, right around okay. there. She, was in, she had puberty time in the teens? I suppose your dad yeah. was like in the 30s, yeah, right? Yeah, dad was mm-hmm. 33. But... Maybe. Well, no, probably not, Brady. Because she more than likely had yeah, your dad when she Mama was like 17. Lou. Mama Lou did then. Her mom. Who's Mama Lou? That's Babu's mom. <laughs> Aren't these Man. Harry Belafonte songs? <laughs> it's a Disney song. Mama Lou, Babalu. Mama Lou had a Babalu, baby. Babu, Babu, Babu. It's gibberish, your world. <laughs> but you think Mamalu was definitely pit? Oh yeah, my grandmother was born in 1912, so heavy Irish pit. She wouldn't have to have head shaved until she's like 12 or 13, so she was 24. So they were shaving by then. The weirder, the weirder girl stat is: 
you know what? We're not even at the hundredth anniversary of tampons yet. <sighs> I know. Oh. I think they just used old socks and kittens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with a tail. Ah, baby corn. <laughs> rat. Absorbing rat. That's what they called them. That's how it, the plague spread so bad. The, the absorbing rats. They didn't realize what was going on. Gerbils. That's where the idea comes from. There's no possible way they just... Richard Gere invented gerbils in the ass. Rabbit's foot. Ladies used to use them as hygiene products. I'm convinced of it. Rabbit's foot. Probably true. I bet you're right. But yeah, we're not even at the 100th anniversary of ladies saying, I gotta clog this up. This is gross. (laughs) 12 plus 1 equals 11 plus 2. 12 plus 1 is an anagram. Of 11 plus 2. Anagram. An anagram, sorry. Right. An anagram. An anagram is almost a banana. Again, it, it is. Banana split. Uh, an anagram split. I think an anagram was your Aunt Anne. <laughs> Call her an anagram. She was Anna Lou. Anna Lou and an anagram. 12 plus 1 is an anagram of, of 11, 11 plus, plus 2. 2. Okay. That's neat. Thanks for that. A new poll found that 80% of Americans think the summer of 2021 sucked. More than 2020? A bummer summer. Yeah, because we had our hopes up. Last year, I think we braced. It sucked, and we knew it. And I think we had our hopes up for this one being good, and it's still hanging around. I and, know. Yeah, I don't know. 48%. Yeah, I we we kind of knew our fate last year. We're like, this is it. This is what we're We were living in our own feces last year, and we knew it. This year, we're like, are we still standing? We're still standing in poop. We're pretending we're not, so it sucks more. I think this year's been much more confusing and, and worse. Yeah, it, it feels like it's so fragile. Well, winter like, is coming. Yeah. It's looming. This year the, feels uh, like like a th- like fake. Halfway like, through. It could all collapse at any minute. But it's been better in some ways because we have right. been able to go to baseball yeah. games. We have been able to yeah. go to concerts. Well, well there's a solid month. It's not better to go to baseball games here. Well, very right. true. Pray very for true. COVID. Well, for the other team. <laughs> yeah, it's great for teams to come traveling. Yeah, we've had better stuff to do. Yeah. I think the tension is worse this year because it feels all tentative and like you're going to get punched if you say the wrong thing. The pandemic has changed our daily habits in a lot of ways, and this recent research shows that women from the pandemic liked working at home, mm-hmm. which means they didn't have to put on makeup, and now they're wanting to go without makeup. But that could change because... Let's hope so. OnlyFans reversed its decision. Hey, they wised up. Well done, OnlyFans. According to the CEO, Tim Stokely... He pinned the problem on the banks. It's Visa and MasterCard. He said uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of New York Mellon and the U.K.'s Metro Bank had cut off the company's ability to pay its content creators. Right. Well, they did this with Pornhub. I forgot about that. Remember when Pornhub a few years ago said no more, like MasterCard and Visa said we won't be part of this? Like you couldn't pay for that anymore and they had to change the way. And so they lost like 70% of their content in a day. Yeah. And porn was like threatened. Well, you don't it was threaten the same porn. thing. Verified, you right. had to be. Right. You couldn't because they weren't sure if it was revenge porn that was being or posted child or porn right, or anything right. else. Yeah, so you had to verify the right. porn. So then they're like, so long as it's verified, we'll do it. But they didn't have any verification thing. But porn, right on the ball. A couple of days later, like this will work. Yep. They worked it out. They have um, 130 million users and over two million creators using the platform. Man. Two million people are on there flashing their beeves. That's, yep. too, that's too many fans. <laughs> <laughs> Just only fans. 
Two million ladies just willing to go, I'm not going to work today. Take a gander at this clam. Somebody should give me five bucks for looking at that. You got a lot of nerve, ladies. If you've ever been eyeball to eyeball with a clam, there's nothing about that that's photogenic. (laughs) If you're looking at your own thinking, people need to pay me to look at this. You're crazy. The ICU at Salem Hospital in Oregon is completely full. So they've set up a plate-smashing booth at the hospital for stressed doctors and nurses to blow off a little steam. Oh. I'm sure that'll go on your bill. <laughs> That's what I want my doctor. Sweaty from his most recent <laughs> Greek wedding. Shards of <laughs> glass and his hair. All right, what do we got here? I got hip labrum surgery coming up. Well, maybe. Depends on if they shut the hospital down. Uh, by the way, it's about 8 o'clock. Right? Give the word out. Carefree. Carefree highway in the sun. Carefree will be the 8 o'clock word you crash our app with. Our crap app. Uh, so carefree is the one. And just be patient. Don't yell at us. We're just doing what we're supposed to do. It's a national contest. You guys are killing it. And I'm telling you, in a few days, we'll shock the world. We'll go to zero. With your participation. Or lack thereof, I should say. But today, I want you to win money. Thousand bucks. Let's get it back on there. We'll get more of them in there uh, carefree in five minutes. Go ahead. Speaking of carefree highways, construction... Mm-hmm. A construction firm in Poland has invented a flower-scented asphalt. They're planning to start using it on new roads very soon. Yeah, I think the Once they get one, the contract. Which is Ventura Highway. Carefree oh. Highway. That's the one. Isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. Portland, right? Yeah, that's, I think it is. And the yeah. other one was... Uh, Ventura, Ventura Highway. I always confuse them because I always say carefree. Yeah. Nothing better than driving to Ventura Highway. Listening to America sing. Oh, that's right, Julia. We get it. Remember Silent Rich? (laughs) I do. He's in a jam, man. He's in the (laughs) zone. He's in the center of an America jam. Just let him finish. It's like a dog humping your leg. (laughs) Let him get to the chorus and then just push him out. A guy who lives in North Carolina, Spencer Everett, Greenville, North Carolina, reached an agreement to sell his 2020 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray. He was supposed to hand over the keys yesterday, but he's like, one more spin in the Corvette. Oh, no. Rode it into a ditch, flipped the car oh. on its side. He was doing donuts. There's uh, pictures. I have a little video. Did he sell it? How come he had to get rid of it? What did you say? He sold it. Oh, he did sell it. So he just yeah, wanted to give like, it like, one more set them. of donuts. Yeah, before. Because yeah, I was wondering, is it? are they repoing it or he's yeah. selling it? Probably uh, the selling because used cars are getting yeah, oh, sure. right. and that's a 2020. There's a 2020 Corvette. Yeah. yeah. What do those go for, Brett? You know, the newer Corvette. Is that the new? Though. Is that the mid-engine the one? I can't remember. I think that came out. Yeah, it might be. It said 2020 Corvette Stingray. I can't remember if that's a mid-engine or not. I think it is. It looked. Yeah. It looked like it on, on its side. <laughs> is the mid-engine? You can't tell by that. Yeah. flip it back. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that is a mid-engine. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it? What's the front of it so big for if that's the mid I think that is the mid-engine one. I pulled up next to one of those that's the other day. That's the side engine there, and now it's the yeah, now it's the mid-engine. Now, now it's been placed back on its floor. <laughs> so he didn't own it long. They no, start at yeah. 60. But the mid-engine does? That's yeah, but you're not going to get one for 60. Yeah, no way. They're no, not selling the big Nobody V12. wants the base that, model Corvette. That's the, wor- that's the work truck version with uh, plastic mats <laughs> and uh, <laughs> cloth seats, roll-up windows. They have a V6 <laughs> mid-engine? No, no, no. It's just what the, that's just what it starts at. That's a, a V12 MSRP. for 60 grand. It's a V8. Oh, that, so that's because the, the V12 is the big one. 
Uh, I think I they got the 12, 12 in there. I thought they did. I thought that's what I read about why it was a mid. Thirty news. The horsepower on that thing's insane. I pulled up next to one the other day and just it, they're gorgeous. Cheetos is selling a new Nashville hot flavor. Oh, okay. out of the hot Cheetos. Sure, and I'm liking Nashville too. This so. is pretty awesome. Port. Lyft is partnering with the Oscar Mayer Mobile. So far, they're doing four cities: New York, L.A., Chicago, and Atlanta. People who uh, call for Lyft. We'll get a hot dog ride. Could get the uh, ride in the Wienermobile. Not only is it a free ride, you cool. get some merch. You get a T-shirt, Wiener Whistle. I got to carry all this garbage around all night. It's the reason I'm taking Uber. Where am I going to put that? I can't put it in my you car. You got to order the Lyft XL. Right. So, of course. Well, you there's would another think. thing. Yeah. There's other Lyfts. Yeah, you can get the smaller one. It's oh, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Seen the people that show up in their Echo? I don't want to ride around in an Echo. I want Vader to pick me up. I want a classy person who can afford a decent car. In uh, your Corvette mythology, yeah, a one, the V12 Corvette was a one-off in 1989. Uh, 89. I thought the mid-engine. They was did a V12. it to try and compete against the Viper. Yeah. The new vet is not a Stingray. It says either. I thought the Stingray was just a 60s one or 70s. That's what I thought. Today. They brought the name back like yeah. they do with everything else. Oh, yeah. okay. There's a jail in the state of Washington, the Benton County Jail. They're trying to uh, motivate inmates to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So the deal is you get um, a total of, uh, let's see how many packs, 900 packets of ramen noodles. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's a haul. Where do you yeah. store that? They get 10. It's it's 10 free each. Sorry. A total of 900 have been handed out. Oh, so okay. 90 inmates got Didn't the read inmate. the story. So they get yeah. $2.50. No, I read it. Ramen. I forgot the combo. I thought it was a little heavy to give one guy 900 packets of ramen. <laughs> that would last um, a little me, while. three weeks. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> animal, what are you going to do with all that space in your I got cell. no more space to be sleeping on ramen piles. Makes a chair out of it. It's too much. So each person that gets the vaccine ten gets packets. 10 packets of ramen, Yeah, which would keep me from getting the vaccine. 90 people jumped in. I'd have them suck the vaccine out of me to avoid getting ramen. Jesus Christ, a gaggle of gays knows more about cars than you fools. I don't Stick know, to dick jokes, dummy. I love car guys. <laughs> I absolutely love your arrogance and, and your insane hatred towards anybody who's like, I don't know. What the hell kind of car guy thinks there's a V12 Corvette? I read Jesus. it. He never said there was. Yeah, I, no, I said yeah, I, yeah, I, I never said there was a car guy. I found yeah. one. It yeah. was 1989. And also, don't care. <laughs> right. I just said, is there one? That's a question, dick face. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a question because guess what? You know when you ask questions? When you don't know the goddamn answer. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they had a V12 in those. They don't. Guess what? I'm the same person I was five minutes ago. The car guys. <laughs> you don't know anything about this? That's why I took it to you, mechanic. <laughs> yeah. If I could fix it myself, you'd be out of a job, so be grateful for people like me. <laughs> That's the last time you went in there. You're like, I'd buy it. It doesn't have a V12. I'm out. So when I try to right. yeah when I try to start it it goes that <laughs> you're gonculating starting the firebox on it I don't care shoot I had a very nice man come to my house the other day this is this is true of all blue collar fixer people a super nice guy but he came over to fix my uh, my fridge I have a, a keg fridge at my your uh, kegerator well that's not a kegerator yeah. that's a college kids oh. thing this is too much money to be called a kegerator it is a refrigerator <laughs> with a keg in it ain't a kegerator i'll tell you that right now it's got coils in it that cools the handle it's crazy so he comes over because it was acting up 
pulls it out. He takes a look at the back, and he's doing it. And then he starts to tell me every single thing that is involved inside of that machine. You know, they used to run R212 through this whole system. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking. The reason you're here is because I don't know anything about this thing. The whole reason, you have to recognize the entire reason you are employed by me at this moment is I don't know what you're talking about. That's why you're here. Well, R12, now you know what they use. They just got this stuff called R25410, and that stuff's straight propane. And you know what? They work better. Now, the old cooling system said the coils in the walls. I'm like, I don't care. If I cared about this, I'd have gone like you to refrigeration school and learned about this nonsense. Instead, I choose to just hand you a couple hundred bucks to do it for me. Please stop talking about your expertise just to try to justify that your life wasn't a waste of time. You just corvetted <laughs> me on the kegerator thing. <laughs> yeah, huh? I'm like, I you killed can't you. Look, no, it's look, not a V12. Brady, I completely did. The, no, it's not a kegerator. Throw the brand out there. No. I know, because it's like true. It's a true. Yeah. yeah. And they don't call true. it kegerator. Top notch. It isn't about V12. Just make it so I spent the money for a reason. I can't hear kegerator and feel bad about it. Or feel good about it. You go to kegerator, they sell those at Walmart. I spent way too much. I spent stupid money. I should have gotten the one at Walmart. Then I'd be happy with kegerator. Now I have to have to justify the brand name. It's like the it's the V6 Mustang. Yeah. It's a Mustang, but it doesn't count. The world's fastest accelerating coaster has been shut down temporarily because it keeps breaking bones of their riders. I've heard about this. It's in Japan. Vertebrae, right? People are... Uh, neck, vertebrae. Yeah, they've... Next to... A couple of uh, wrists. Um, it's in the Fuji-Q Highland Park Fuji of death. <laughs> the... Do Danpa. I like that credence. Fuji Q. Yeah. Fuji Q. <laughs> you ready for this? It goes 112 miles an hour in less than two seconds. <laughs> oh, that's a bit Whoa, fast. Terminal velocity. <laughs> All my back. We call it <laughs> Top speed 172 kilometers. Just basically. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't need to do that on a fun ride. They said it's been approved and everything, you know. Sure. They can't figure out why it's... Is it the strapping in of the chairs? They're saying those are... Weak bone Japanese. Is this brand new? Did it happen like on ride one? Like the first day? No, no. It's been Uh, running for... Let that thing run for a couple years. They've had 15.5 million rides. Oh, so so a couple of people with bad bones. COVID's got a better rate. Look, a couple of people... Exactly. No, no, people are dying on I'm getting on. So a couple of weak, weak-boned, bird-boned Caleb Japanese people got on there, and now there's complaints. Yeah. Maybe Let's throw Caleb on You know what? It's not, even a, it's not even a height thing anymore. They Let's, just, if your neck is thicker than this, you can ride. Let's put Caleb's chair on the rails and just do a solo let's ride. make him goo. He'd just be goo, right? <laughs> He'd come back. He'd be gack, like Nickelodeon's gack. <laughs> it would be like a Doctor Strange, have you seen that, where he'd Hit your body and his body just exits. Oh, yeah. He puts the skeleton right comes ah, out of his body. My adorable blanket. Ah, my bones. How do you feel, Caleb? Like a glass of milk. According, I feel I've internalized them liquid. According to Brett, it would be Alec at the controls. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Have fun out there, Caleb. No, don't do it. No. Ah. Hang on to my adorable <laughs> blanket. Hold as tight as you can. That's the cape. <laughs> just, <laughs> that little Shriners Winnie the Pooh ripoff goes floating through the air. I broke over 200 pounds. I 
Well, I'm not allowed on the ride anymore because I'm not cute. <laughs> His bow tie's all Therefore, sideways. I hate you. Let's <sighs> go. I got a couple of Wild World Brady videos. I'd like to see Caleb going 100 plus. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. Brady videos. The first one is a duck wrangler. They're not messing around. They got a herd. They're offensive? leading the market. These uh, duck shepherds are impressive. Oh, my goodness. Look at all those ducks. Oh, that's nothing, John. Okay. It's about 100 ducks right there. Cro- yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, it's not. Oh. It's an army of ducks. Oh. <laughs> Where did he get them all? Is it an evil army of ducks? What's no, the music say? Bring them to the market. Are they being marched to market? Brady? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Brady. This is terrible. Billy now. Crystal comes up here at the end with... Why? They're city slickers. They're hurting the oh, I see. It's part of the duck rank. I gotcha. It was a, it was a reach. Stretch. <laughs> so the first guy Sorry, is Curly. Billy Pistol. Yeah. Wow. So they're going to slaughter all those ducks. Yeah. Nope, they're selling them. I like the music. Yeah. The That's testing. why. That's why it tells me they're slaughtering them. The word is carefree. <laughs> Put it in the are not No, I know. Those are no longer. They're just following these guys. The next oh, one is a family out in the woods enjoying a waterfall and then watching a deer go over the 50-foot waterfall. Oh, no. What is wrong with you, Satan? Why are you showing us these awful videos today? It survives. Okay. Settle down. That you know about it. It's got internal bleeding. <laughs> What's he doing? He's killing himself. <laughs> Oops, oh stops, and oh there, there goes a deer. <laughs> All the girls were running What's away. What's the cat doing there? Why is there a cat? Might have been a dog. It might have been a dog, I think. Somebody's, okay, yeah, a there's a couple, a couple of dogs. dogs. Somebody's saying, he's okay. He's done this before. It's a it's a doe, I believe. Well, I don't know that he's... There she is. She didn't live, Bray. That's a floating body. That's the stage one that we push out <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I don't see that thing swimming. John, what the hell's with you today? This, yeah, is, this, this is, is brutal. Sad. Oh, there he is getting yeah. up off the side. Look at him walking. Fine. She is fine. Just wanted a little swim. No, she's not. There's internal bleeding. There's a lot of rib damage. She won't get out of the water because the legs are broken. Right, and she's going into the woods to die. That's Bambi's mom, you son of a bitch. Wow. Well, thanks for that. What do you got now? A prick. dick. You throwing a puppy I next? I got a freight train slamming into a big rig. Is this a... Wild oh, video? that's your oh. wild, wild world. Ready videos? <laughs> now I got some regular Ready wild videos? train. Okay, I got some regular videos. <laughs> <laughs> freight train in a truck. There's nothing about yeah. your videos that are regular. Is, no. The guy parks his trailer across the tracks. Stuck. Stuck for some reason. On the train oh, tracks. What I don't understand is. Bar goes between the semi and the, the trailer. After the train slams. Yeah. The guy moves the truck out of the way. Oh. I'm wondering if he's mad and. Madison engineer the company that he's hauling for Southern Pacific. You know those ads we used to run, Brady. It takes two miles for a train to stop. That's right, a full train. We used yeah, to run buddies. ads on that. Yep, really. Yeah. National Highway Transportation Safety. How long is this video? Here comes oh the train. It hits you. Here it comes. How are you not just going? Awesome. Nice. Oh my. In the back of that uh, truck, uh, puppies and ducks, Brady. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Gaggles of them. 
gosh. Now he moves the truck out. Well, that's all that truck needed was a little jump start. It was too heavy of a load. I don't know. He's he's considerate of the other people on the road. He knows they're going to have to get through the intersection. Yep. I know. Maybe it's just rolling in neutral into that grass. That's what I'm going with. I don't think that thing's driving. I think it's just done. Although he stops. All right. These guys are awesome. Thanks for helping, everybody. All right. Well, Next one is drunk people doing things. Okay. <laughs> um, By the way, the word again, carefree on our crashed app, which you've already ruined. Uh, oh, Caleb just emailed me. I hear you talking about me again. I'm literally breaking fingers as I type this out. You think it's so funny, don't you, you prick? <laughs> Tell that guinea he can go blow Rocky's dong if he laughs at me one more time. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. This well, guy just, his favorite... Carefree. Carefree. It's best day ever, I think. Okay. That's what the It looks pretty good from this. It looks really What's good. This? Like, this right. BJ. Check, like doing a, check this dude out and tell me if he doesn't remind you of our old uh, Brett Harmon. Okay. Old young well, it's Brett a guy who looks like something. What's she doing? What is she doing? Keg, trying to do a keg stand. Oh, oh, that's what's in her mouth. Are we missing? There he is. Look at this. Oh, he's just looking. Okay. This is pretty. This is just a guy looking up a girl's skirt. Thanks, Harvey Weinstein. This isn't a video. <laughs> Youngsters today. Brady, we're adults. Most of the time. Teenagers, well, please. We're we well are? past looking up a girl's skirt, That's aren't true. we? As entertainment, especially when another guy gets to it. We don't even get to see up the skirt. We just see this dude react to I it. I just thought these guys would like this. Who? Really, us? You oh, guys. All right, let's play the game. Asshole. Let's play the game with Brett. <laughs> Brett, is this hot or not? Not. No. You, have you seen it? Watch, oh, no. no this. This, this is about the last video. video. Big the screen. One. Is this hot or not, Brett? I'm gonna make it big. <laughs> <laughs> you see that, Brett? She's in her Girl Scout uniform. Can you see what's right? happening? Is she going to... Is a dong coming Are out? you not oh. seeing that? Are you looking at her boobs? All right, show it again. Show it again and stare at her boobs. No, that's not hot. That's How did you miss that? How did you miss that? I was looking at the ass. Watch her hosing people off with her. Look at that. Look at the spray on those things. got them going. That is not hot. There's dudes underneath it just taking. Look at that. Isn't that shaman, man? It's a lady who's pretty attractive. In her one-piece bathing suit. She was suit. until that. Well, yeah, and then she started to squeeze oh. milk out on the people at the concert. Nasty. The shower heads on those things. And before anybody emails us, he yes, we that. know it's two years old. Oh, is it? It's the first time we've oh. seen it. Get off our yeah. ass. Oh, <laughs> settle down, whoa, Rich. Whoa, 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 wow, you, you can't be this grouchy already. Nobody's even emailed yet. <laughs> Jesus. They have. They've emailed on other I stuff. got it. I'll take care of the anger around here. Yeah, the, the it needs some of that... Uh, Calcium spray on it so it doesn't spray. It needs a stream coming out. Oh, so hers wow. is a little bit. <laughs> oh, she needs to clear the. I was to... looking at the ass. That's why I didn't. Yeah, catch the ass the... isn't bad. Yeah, right? That's why I didn't catch the uh, the spray. The the Earl Scheib job up there. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely hosing some things off. I like that one. Uh, carefree is the word. That's what you need to deal with today. Carefree. Uh, you've got another twenty minutes or so to get that together and uh, put it up on the app. I know, I got one already. App is DOA. Just got it. KP app is truly broken. I can't even get it to load. Now I can't listen to the show. Says Lauren. The uh, TuneIn Radio has an app that never fails. Ours fails all the time. So until they fix it, I'll well, tell you, you about the app. Win. Right. You, well, you can win. 
You go on our app and sign up and listen on TuneIn Radio because our app is broken so, all the time. Someone needs to change our contest name to uh, Crash Our App. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> the contest is over in two seconds every time. Uh, carefree. You guys are killing it. That's the reason it crashes, but it is screwing it up for people who want to listen. Like you said yesterday, tap that crap. Tap that crap because it is definitely going to crash. Carefree is the word we're doing at 8 o'clock. And don't worry about Toledo's anger for you for no reason at all. Nobody's even complained he's already yelling at you. He's uh, Ryan Bader's going to come in here. We haven't talked to Ryan in a while. He's got a fight in October right here yep. at the Footprint Center. Uh, we're going to talk to him uh, in just a little bit. Heavyweight champion. That's right. He's the uh, Bellator. Bellator heavyweight champion. Was light heavyweight champion, too. Was, yeah. Yeah. He's gotten bigger. Uh, we'll talk to Bader COVID. in a little bit. Meantime, carefree. A COVID will size you up. Carefree is the word you're doing. Try to win yourself 1000 bucks in this national gem we've got rolling right now. It's 98 KUPD. Right there, it's eight thirty here in the morning sickness, and uh, the word again for the app contest is carefree. You got about ten more minutes of that, but look at this, Brady. We've got guests in the studio, and this one's name is Ryan Bader, heavyweight champion. Darth Bader, that's right, Bellator heavyweight champion uh, Ryan Bader. Welcome back. Been a long time. Been a long time. You've right? been hiding from us. First thing yeah, I've I have been doing to do my thing. Got to ask you right off the bat. How have your ears survived this sport? I got a little cauliflower over here. It's not nothing. bad, though, it's right? It's nothing. It's yeah. a nice bunch. Yeah. It's nothing. I actually survived wrestling, and then I was on the Ultimate Fighter and got like uh, head kicked a little bit. Yeah. And my ear was like folded down. Did you get surgery on it? No, you, I just drained it. Yeah, I drained it like every day. No kidding. I what comes out? I just want to saute that thing. It basically it rips off the cartilage, well, and it, blood and fluid, yeah. and it hardens. And but when it comes out, is what is it like a pus or it's is like it? ready pus? No. But can, then can if you we leave it, it in, it'll harden. It sounds like a can of ready pus. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a little chicken fetus in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your ears are pretty survived. They're though. not too bad. Yeah, I mean, if you look closely on the right, it's a little mangled, but. Not terrible, though. I like mean, we're doing, doing what we do every day. Exactly, because yeah. you're down there. I've seen you, actually, when you, I don't know if you don't have that gym anymore, do you? Not in Gilbert, no. Yeah, because when yeah. you were training there, I was uh, working with Ray, our crazy yeah. trainer, and I remember watching you with Aaron and someone else one yeah. day, and you guys weren't messing around. It just goofing training. Like, this was like head down, smashing into that ground. Yeah. Like, how do their ears stay on their heads? We're a little smarter now. Yeah, you, you think? Know, but <laughs> that was a little while or ago. Or maybe not from that smart. It was years yeah, ago when true. they first opened that one up. I just remember um, going in there, and uh, CB had some kind of wire system to get rid of the uh, Swiss balls. And he was getting, <laughs> you know, CB engineering yeah, at yeah. finest. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ryan's got a fight coming up October 16th. Uh, is this the first time fighting in front of Phoenix? Yeah, I fought, you know, first couple of fights fought in Indian reservations up in Camp Verde and all yeah. that. But as far as a major, you know, organization, first time I've fought ever in Phoenix. In home. Yeah. This is awesome. This is going to be incredible. And you're fighting uh, Corey Anderson and uh, his co-headliner, too, with uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson's fighting Vadim Nemkov. So good, a good card, but I see on the card also that Nick Brown is fighting comedian Bobby Lee. <laughs> I didn't know Bobby Lee was fighting that. I, I didn't know, know that either. It's not the real Bobby Lee. It's a fighter Bobby Lee, I hope. I, I assume so. Because the Bobby Lee comedian would... I'd I can see him that. getting in there. No, I can't. It would be ugly, and it would be ugly fast. What do you think of that, uh, Ryan, as a fighter? People who uh, are ruining your sport, like the, the Logan Pauls and the Jake Pauls, and the, they're getting in, and then they're yeah. fighting guys like, you know, from Bellator and from all the mixed martial artists yeah. and stuff that are getting in there trying to box with them. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I'm kind of both sides, you know. I don't like to see them come in and skip everybody. Yeah. You know, people that dedicate their life to it, you know, just because they have X amount of fans on TikTok, you know. But at the same time, it's given guys like, you know, like Tyron Woodley who's fighting Jake Paul. Right. It's given him a big payday. 
you know, he's lost four in the row in UFC, right. and he's kind of out but of does the it, UFC. Like, but as a, as a fighter, like you're looking at it, it doesn't uh, make him better. Like, you're not looking at this afterwards and go, okay, he's back. If he beats Jake Paul, he's supposed to. If he loses to him, it's just a paycheck. And now his career's over. Yeah, you well, know, it's a big enough payday to Yeah, to what fight. he's doing is sure. like, all right, I'm going to go in here. Hopefully I win, get a payday, and I can right. fight maybe his brother or whoever. <laughs> right. Net, and get whatever YouTuber next. Right. And get another payday and then Would be you do done. it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Why you not? beat up one of the Paul brothers. Yeah, I would 100%. pay to watch you beat the crap out of one of yeah. those guys. Just because that I agree. Would be great. Like, I always think of guys, because you know, I'm not anywhere near caliber of a fighter, but I've been doing this just for the love of the sport mm-hmm. for a long time. And I see guys in the gym. Who have worked since they were like fourteen? Like, I mean, hard. Like, they yeah. were just boxing, and then they're really legitimately taking punches and working their way through. And then somebody who's just like, by the way, I do videos. Yeah, and I want to fight. I was so on I'm Disney, fight. and I'm going right. to skip the line. And you skip the line, and it does feel a little bit cheap, kind of like getting a number one yeah. hit without a song. You know, it's it's just not. Are fair. they good fighters? I mean, they've been probably working at it for. Two years, yeah. maybe. Um, I mean, there's always some people that have a natural skill, or sure, there's gym. Rats. I don't yeah. know, but you on, don't on know until Paul you're brothers. in there. I mean, they're they're decent, right? Yeah. But are they decent? You know, compared to this kid, like right. you're talking about, is 14 years old, and you know now he's 25 and he's been through everything, right? But he's a lower weight, and you know he's going to be a world champion, but he doesn't have that platform, you know. And right. these guys are okay and they're athletic, but they jump right in because they right. have a bigger platform. You know, it's, what would be great to see them do is if, if the Paul brothers they put them on the, like the Ultimate Fighter, bring that back and see how they would do. Why would they do that? See, when, I know, when you can cut the line, you just that's the whole see point. That. Sure, yeah. everybody wants to see them actually start and then how progress. good are they? Right? They hold because the cards. Would they, would they make? The and they do hold the they hold the cards because they they read the exactly. viewership so that they're going to yeah. handpick like he fought Ben Askren the worst striker in mixed martial arts <laughs> he's a great MMA fighter yeah yeah but he's not, he's not a, boxer a boxer at right. all it's it's yeah it's softball and baseball yeah. you know it's like Randy Johnson going up against a guy and saying I can you know I can hit him I'm like no you can't if maybe if he pitches you with softball you're going to feel like you hit Randy Johnson out of the yard because he he underhands one to no. It's a totally different game. And you're right. The guys who can't box are the ones they keep pick. They, yeah. They, if you can't go to the legs, you can't take them down. What's the point? Tyron, Tyron can punch. You know, he's a hard hitter. But, I mean, he's he hasn't won a single round in the right. UFC in his last four fights. Yeah. You I'm, know, so he's definitely past his prime. Yes. And this, it was a good pick for Jake. But, you know, Tyron can beat him for sure. Yeah. But he's kind of setting himself up. Yeah. But, I mean, for the payday, I understand. Yeah. It. But for your career, I mean, it's over. He loses, it's done. Like, yeah, it's something you do at the end yeah. of your own You're finished. Yeah. And that's kind of the where I just And if like, Jake Paul loses, I think that's the one who's fine. Nobody cares. Yeah. It he doesn't rolls matter. On yeah. he, he's like, yeah, I'm brand new. It's I supposed to have yeah, it. Yeah, he yeah. can't. Like the, the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. Of course you're not going to win that. That was a farce. It was a circus. They told us before. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're brilliant, you know, what they're doing. Yeah, when the fighters to them. When the fighters are actually the promoters. Is when it gets dangerous because you're right. They hold all the yeah. cards, and it's like, wait a minute. You're actually you're the ones pushing the agenda here, and saying, by the way, not sanctioned, so we can do whatever. Two we weeks want. later, yeah. Floyd's buying a jet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, yeah, well, yeah, and he's <laughs> sitting in that thing of money, which I, you can't say no to. I, mean, I know. Anybody, it's, Seven round exhibition. But doesn't it remind guy. you? Doesn't it remind you of the old days when people would say, "I'd stand in there for a million bucks and get punched by oh, yeah. Vander Holyfield"? It's like hey. you're an idiot. But now people can do it. Hundred percent. Now it's a thing. So who would you like to punch? Would you like to challenge you, a celebrity? I, I would like to, you know, fight one of the Paul brothers. I would love to, you see know, because I mean they're the hot thing right now. Yep. And just to go in there and be like, all right, this is what a real fighter. It's a is cash like out to be in there. You yeah. Know? And you want to jump the line and jump it all the way yeah. to the top. Exactly. Oh. Now, if you Let's lose, the ridicule <laughs> would be endless. <laughs> I'd have to do it. <laughs> like imagine? I'm thinking about retiring anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. 
Well, would you box we them? Put, we could put yeah, that speech you would box together. They don't, they're not going to come fight MMA. No, I no, mean, no. Yeah, yeah. not somebody tough. No, 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 not a good one. Somebody, yeah. like you said, some, and, the, and was it asking didn't even show up in shape? No. First off, he was known as a guy who couldn't punch. And second, he showed yeah. up like like Brady, for God's sakes. He just climbed in there <laughs> after dinner. What are you dinner. talking about? He, was, he looked terrible. He looked great, Brady. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't like him. I was telling you, Ben Askren looked horrible in there. <laughs> he did. He was. It was awful. But, yeah, so I, I've, it's been kind of a thing because as a fan, you want to be a purist, but you don't want to be a snob. It's, I guess it's good for the sports recognition, but is it good for the sport? No. I mean, it, if I was a boxer, yeah. I would be I'd be pretty mad yeah. because they're taking away from my sport and kind yeah. of making it a joke a little bit in right. some aspects. But, you know, as a uh, the fight game in general, for guys to be like at the end of their career, hey, I'm going to come oh, over and avenue. boss Jake yeah. Paul and – Make the biggest payday I've made throughout my career. It's crazy. Why not? Yeah, and it's frustrating because the biggest payday of your sport, yeah, is nothing to do with your sport. <laughs> it's another sport. It's a different sport altogether. Exactly. And, it's, and you've been training and working so hard, and you're like, maybe I didn't make it all the way. I yeah. mean, he had a pretty decent run. Yeah, he, he was, was a champion. champion he was a champ, but I mean, he was never a household name. He never ran the show. I yeah. don't. He headlined a couple, probably, yeah. but nothing major. And how does Ben feel now? That's over him. Well, he never... took the money, but he he knew know, going in. It doesn't matter. Gotta be embarrassing. It's gotta be tough. I mean, that's the only thing people are gonna talk about. You but know, it's boxing. Him. Yeah, it's he doesn't care. He's like I'm he, not a boxer. It's yeah. away. It's it just care. goes away. Anyway, well, you got a real fight, and that's the important part. And this is going to be a good one here. Uh, Vader versus Corey Anderson, and this is uh, for the light heavyweight. Or are you heavy? Yeah, so we're in yeah. a, a light heavyweight tournament right now. Okay, and so I just fought and beat Machida. I moved on. He moved on. Um, so there's there's four of us left in the tournament. And Nemkov has a belt right now. Okay, who's uh, who's fighting Anthony Johnson? Right, and so the winner of these two fights will meet in the finals for the light heavyweight championship. Okay, wow. and so that belt moves on as that tournament goes. So this is the round robin down to the last. Uh, the, and yeah, the winner of each one this of these is semifinals. So you, which fight. would be belt number two for you, or do you have? Do you so have I one? I lost my light heavyweight belt two fights ago, um, and I was going to just stay at heavyweight and have the heavyweight championship, but then they asked me to come down and and participate in this tournament yeah and so that belt nemkov had has moves with him every time so every fight's a five-round fight for all of us you didn't lose the belt didn't you get rid of it to go to heavyweight no i had two i had both of them oh yeah and then during COVID and all that i was gonna thought i was fighting at heavyweight Uh, and they switched it up on me four weeks out and said i was fighting light heavyweight oh so i went down got beat so do you you like fighting at heavyweight better easier to hold yeah yeah Yeah. what do you normally carry um, right now it's different because I'm in the tournament. I'm 225, but I'm usually 235. No kidding. Yeah. And so light heavyweight, you got to get down. Way 205. Down. Yeah, yeah way you got to make 205. Jeez. Oh, and they did that four. You did that. In well, four that thing weeks. was I I thought I was fighting heavyweight, so oh. I was like 240, and I had to go down to 205. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. you can't win. That. It wasn't ideal. I'm not sitting here making excuses, but sure he, and he's good. But I I will. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. That's a huge excuse. You know, you but anyone lose 35 pounds in a month. I didn't know what I was yeah, going to fight again. This guy. You know, it was during COVID. They might shut everything down. So I was like, yeah. I'm just going to take the fight. Whatever. Uh, we've known you for a long time, Ryan. You've been here a lot, and uh, every time you've been here, and this goes back 10 years. Yep. Have you gone? I think I'm done. Like your like your wife wanted you to stop a long long time. I was like, that's enough. I got the kids. You are still doing this. Yeah, I'm actually the and best the, mind, mindset. Yeah, that yeah I, the best you've been. I'm 38 years old right now. I've been doing. You know, I've been an athlete my whole life. Wrestling, wrestled ASU and all that. Yeah, you know, was on the Ultimate Fighter, 20 fights UFC. Um, but I feel better now than I've ever felt. Yeah. And have you felt age a little bit? No, I mean. I mean, I do different things. I don't run anymore. I bike and you know for, yeah. to save my knees. That's where I feel my age. Yeah. But my mentality is great. I feel great. My body's great, and 
I don't want to put like, oh, I'm going to fight for two more years, right? Because if that's in your head, then you got a deadline. Yeah, you got a deadline. Yeah. And you, it shouldn't be there. You can't have that in a fight. So and you fight October. It might 16th. be one time of like, hey, I'm done after a yeah. fight, but you feel I'm loving it now. right now. Would uh, would 38 year old Ryan Bader beat the crap out of 30 year old Ryan Bader? 100. percent Really? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with him? Um, just everything. Just my uh, you know technical abilities and my mindset too. Yeah. You know, is he um, faster? Is he? Yeah, 30 year old Ryan Bader. I don't think so. You don't think so? You I think, think I'm better just, all, no all kidding. the way around. With age, that's Definitely good, that's my good. cardio is way better. Really? Uh-huh. So that was a problem back when you were younger, gassing out. I would have problems during the fight sometimes. No kidding. Feeling it. You couldn't tell, but yeah. I think every fighter goes through that. Because I have a, a pretty crazy pace. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't know striking that well. So I'm like, right. i got to take you down. So I was just going you know, balls, balls out the, the whole, the whole okay. time. Wow. That's interesting. What, what was he better at than you are? What was the younger one better? Um, maybe throwing his right hand. No kidding. Why is that? Because it was just because I was just dumb back then. Threw just a hard right hand, and a heavier. lot of time it connected in. Yeah. You know, monster right. And now I'm trying to be more tentacle, which nice. sometimes I need to bring the the bear paw back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I like that. Uh, we were fighting October 16th at the Footprint Center, which used to be. Uh, called something else where the Suns play. Yeah, uh, it's a great night, and all the stuff's on Showtime too. You guys have a deal on Showtime, right? I've been Who's watching over the Showtime. Yeah. yeah, that's and great. Yeah, because it's huge. Like this has been big for you, and it's it's, it's exciting because, like, you, you get to a certain point, you're like, ah, uh, uh, you're you're at your peak. Yeah, it's insane because yeah. being a champion of this thing has got to be. Uh, how do you walk around as the champion of something? I've never had that. Uh, the same thing as no, it's not. It is. Yeah, you're, not sure. not, you're not the I'm same. Not I'm not that guy. I know you're not thinking but. about it, but you know it deep down. I am. Like every once in a while, your brain's got to go. Psst. We're the uh, heavyweight champions at Bellator, by the way. Just remind yourself. You yeah, I know it, it's good and it's motivating, but at the same time, everybody you got a target on your back because yeah. everybody's coming after you. If anybody's talking smack in that division, yeah, it's all towards usually just you, right? You know, and so you got to handle that, yeah. which is whatever. But I don't know. I look at it as like kind of career. I go in there, do my thing. When I'm out, yeah, I'm, you know, I've been around mixed martial arts for so long. Like I don't like thinking about it a lot. Right. Yeah, it's you your know, job. I do my other stuff. So. Right. What do you do with your spare time? You know, I got uh, kids, different business ventures and stuff like that um, coming up, and training. And I have like, to blame you for kids. Stuff. You got me crazy. addicted to Adderall. <laughs> Add straight Adderall. <laughs> it's huh? your fault. Yeah, your fault because I was From the old juvie, the old juvie stuff that you used to do. I used to love that. Yeah. That was great. And then it's not around anymore. So now I'm just like, well, I'll just take the drugs. Let's go straight to. The <laughs> I like the Adderall. I don't do it all the time, but yeah. it's good. Oh, and the juvie you did the same thing. I know. It got, it got uh, all messed up with because we had that other company that was selling those boner pills, and uh, the FDA got all over them. I'll give you a website you can get back on that. Really, Juby ish, Juby Juby Light. Yeah, not light. It's not the same. It'll be the same. Okay. I'm all over that. I'd love that. So what other business ventures are you looking for? Uh, we're doing a car wash in Queen Creek. Oh, cool. You know, one of those three-minute car wash coming through, the touchless ones. Yeah. So um, doing that, a bunch of different investments. We got, uh, I made it on a tequila, Comos tequila. Make a fortune on that. Who else is that? Superbird. Uh, you know, they're going to be around, you know, the area in Circle K's and stuff like that. Yeah. But nationwide distribution, we got Molson Coors on. and Nice. Yeah, so that's fun. That's where all the money is. It's crazy. I mean, Tons you know, of money we're investors and, in, in, you know, we're not in the day-to-day stuff, but to yeah. see it grow. Massive. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that's got a liquor ends up in a in a 10,000-square-foot bedroom. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, that, that's fun. It's Comos yeah. for the tequila and Superbird for the Paloma, Low Cam Paloma. So. Awesome. Yeah. Is and, uh, Proper Bader coming out? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> proper Bader. <laughs> proper Bader. Get that together and Proper Bader and get that real. 
Uh, tell me about Corey Anderson. He's who's that's the guy you're fighting. Yeah, he he was with the in the UFC with me. He's right. been a top five guy regardless of promotion forever. A wrestler. I trained with him. I brought him out when I fought Phil Davis. I brought him out to train to emulate. Really? Um, you know, and it was a little while ago, but um, he's tough. You know, and he just signed with Bellator. A lot of guys from UFC are kind of coming over. Um, you see, you know, me. There's uh, Corey Anderson, yeah. Anthony Johnson. Yeah. You know, we all came from the UFC yeah. there. It's huge. Yeah. Cheetah, so, who I just fought, you know, so. The um, he's are, tough, but. Is it a better company? Is it easier to work there? For me, it, it's easier to work there. Yeah. Um, I get my contracts way, way better. Yeah. I'm doing, like, analyst stuff and everything for them, too. So Oh, that's great. Know, do different stuff. What like do you that. think of the, like, because uh, I just love talking about this kind of stuff. Like, the fight game's fun for me. So, the Conor McGregor stuff. Uh, I always said that Mike Tyson was the most overrated heavyweight in the history of boxing because mm. he never beat anybody good. But he made you feel like crushing a tomato can was the best thing you ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor has the exact same thing, only 10 times worse out of yeah. the ring. Guys like that, uh, like what is your thought on how that game goes? Like, You never wanted to be that guy, obviously. It's no. hard to be that yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm not that guy. Yeah, but I mean, um, what do you think of his, his legacy for the sport? He did it right at the beginning. I think now it's kind of starting to get away from him a little yeah. bit. You know, he's kind he can't of, fight. He's Curtin's going too far. Pulled, yeah. And then, you know, I, I'm not saying he got lucky because he's very skilled. Yeah. You know, um, and I was always watching, waiting him, waiting for him to lose. Yeah. And, you know, when he beat Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, I was like, yeah. holy moly. Maybe he's you know, legit. Maybe he is yeah. legit. And he is legit. Right. You know, but um, I feel it was kind of like right place, right time. And yeah. he's very good at you know promoting himself and all the. It's like bringing property value up. He, yeah, I mean he did. Guys, oh, he absolutely did. Part of the league, Tyson helped. But did it, did it uh, just, trickle down to anyone else? To whoever thing. fights him in the main event, basically. they get it right. Yeah. But not anymore. Well, not, maybe not. It maybe still. It's not going to the undercard guys or anything right. like that. You know, that's why people want to fight Connor. Yeah. You know, he's he's tough, but he's not. Yeah. You know, he's not. Uh, Dustin Poirier or there's a beat or anything like that, but you get paid. It's a bigger payday. Know? But doesn't it kind of encourage in the sport uh, to be a complete dick? Because Poirier is a better fighter. Yeah. Habib's a better fighter. Yeah. Uh, but they don't go out of their way to be the loudmouth, and yeah. that's where the money is. So For, that's that's almost the, if you do it right, right, yeah. Because you can be a loudmouth and an idiot. And yeah. Like this isn't working, and it does have to be like right type, right place, right time. Because there are guys you've seen try it, and you're like, this is a mess. Well, you can't switch it up in mid-career, and all of a sudden, right. you know, you're talking a bunch of smack, and you're a different person. It just right. looks fake, right? Well, like Cormier did it. Yeah, Cormier did he it. He was mouthy, you know. and then stopped being Covington, mouthy. Covington, Colby yeah. Covington. Yeah. Connor, it, obviously, original, but. Yeah. So, it's not something that, uh, like, is it encouraged? Like, does, do, the, do the big wigs tell you guys, hey. I mean, they would like you to push kind it. of be out there and, yeah. you know, gain a following Whatever you're doing. However you do it. However you do yeah. it. You Did know? anyone ever come to you and say, I've got an outfit design for <laughs> no. you, yeah. like a full yeah. cloak, <laughs> we'll go with this uh, Darth Bader thing? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, in, be in Bellator, they were going to do like little stormtroopers like walking yeah. out one time, but you nothing like, hey, I want you to be this person or yeah. anything like that. They no. were going to run stormtroopers next yeah. to you? Yeah, some girl, like and hot said, girl oh, stormtroopers. What are we waiting great. for? I don't know. Why aren't we doing that now? Do it here, huh? Yes. That's right. We can make that happen. Well, no, he said hot girls. You want to do real stormtroopers. Oh, no, no, Settle down. Yeah. We've got a better idea That's over true. here. Hot girl yeah. stormtroopers bringing out yep. Darth Vader would be amazing. Well, uh, what do you have planned? What is your entrance? Um, I mean, they have their little film thing they do, big screen yeah. right there. And we have, uh, in Beltor, they have like a little ramp that you walk. Yeah. It's the same level as a cage. 
And so it was pretty cool. You get to see the guys, fighters walk right. down that ramp right there and stuff like that. But, do you pick your own music? Yeah. What do you got? Um, I got a little, it's a little Darth Breathing. I don't know. They put that together. Oh, I remember that. And then yeah. come out to uh, paint, it back, paint, it paint Black. it Black. All right. Beautiful. I like yep. it. Uh, all right. So how fast, uh, on the uh, heels of saying uh, trash talk, how fast do you dismiss Corey Anderson? 10, 20 seconds? No. It's, <laughs> it's going to be, uh, he's a volume guy and he's pretty safe. You know, I say by the third round. I'm You're done with him. him. Yeah. And yeah. what? Stop him. Submit. Uh, I think I'm going to TKO him. Nice. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. That's it. What does he do well? Um, he's a, a volume striker. Yeah. So just really tight, technical. Um, but he's a wrestler at the end of the day. You know, and so I've always matched up well yeah. with other wrestlers and going in there. And I had a lot, have a lot of my knockouts um, come from fighting. It's exciting to think about. Now, who do you want out of the next one, Nemkov or Johnson? Or are you even focused on? So that? I lost to Nemkov. It's my only loss in last like 13 fights you know so i'd like to get that back but i'd also like to fight anthony johnson in the finals you know so fight them so, both anyway right yeah, back, back. put them right up yeah, yeah just I, honestly i'll probably fight if you go in there and win this tournament i'm gonna fight those guys right next probably yeah yeah oh that'd be great and we well, got cool. yoel romero in the 205 pound division too does it add anything uh because it's a uh, hometown Add or take the pressure or anything like that i'm gonna treat it like you know i'm gonna be in the hotel five days prior and right Stay there. Who's I'm handling like the tickets a, and all the nonsense? You have somebody for that, right? No phone calls from people. Yeah, going, hey, Brian. I have like a friends and family form I send out to everybody. Perfect. Like, here you go. Don't bother me. Leave me out of it. Yeah, but you still get an idiot like Brady will call you the oh, Friday before. Oh, about an hour before. <laughs> hey, uh, Dude, I'm at tickets. the box office. My, <laughs> well, have my no name down. You should be all trained and ready by now. <laughs> I know you're in the back getting ready, but yeah, this is great. All right, well, cool. It's good to have you in here. It's been forever since. But what else is going on in your life? Anything to report? I mean, just how was busy. COVID? Did you catch it? Didn't catch COVID. Avoided it. You? Didn't. Nope. Brady got it. He's the only one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have friends and family and all that kind of stuff, and you know that uh, have gotten it, but and I've been around and never, never caught it. Did you get the vaccine? I haven't. You're not going to do it. It's not like I. Nah, I don't want to. No. <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah, I don't get don't the flu shot. It. I don't get anything. You know. Yeah. So, especially in training, why? Like, yeah, what's the risk? You know, why would I go? Do in they there require and, anything? Not yet. They're gonna. Probably. If they did, would you do it? I mean, Ooh. if I have to do it to to yeah. fight, you know, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, you I don't want it at all. Got to throw up a little stink on that if you don't to. Yeah. yeah, I got it just because I just, just wanted. Because I don't that, know hassles. In the back of the mind, if it changes up your whole, yeah. takes some of your mojo away or yeah. something. Well, you don't you're know. Tired, you don't know. You, you got to be careful what you put in there. Yeah, exactly. Like constantly, everybody. Well, I'm gonna have to do it in the middle of camp. You know. Yeah, like, especially. Oh, I'm down for two weeks and. Yeah, what if you get sick now? You can't do that. Yeah. No. You're not worried about catching COVID running around with some dude in there? No, I mean, we're pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah, and we the get... The other guy? And we get tested all the time as far as, you know, being at the actual event. And uh, we have to quarantine for, you know, 24 hours. Oh, really? Test comes back. What a pain. Test three times that week. Ugh. And crowds are back. Did you fight in front of the no crowds? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Two fights I fought. Um, very weird. Went out the first time, I'm like... It, it kind of messed me up a little bit. Did it? And the second time, I enjoyed it because I knew what to expect. Right. Yeah. It's like running into the training gym, except for there's music and there's like, it's yeah. real. It's There's nobody there. And you can hear stuff. everything. Yeah. And you can hear people talking. Yeah. You can hear there. Can you hear the other guys? Uh, like Arcing out screaming, order. Obviously screaming. Do you listen for that? Yeah. Like, the two fights I had there, they were speaking Russian and uh, Portuguese, so it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, right. I mean, you can you can definitely hear. And what do you think when they say stuff like, uh, it's dropping his right, or whatever they scream out, and they're like, go after I, this. I listen. Do you? You know, I take into account. But we have stuff like, I'm not going to say it 
but little codes, right? Where yeah. we say one thing, but it means something else. Oh, so it's like you know, it's like, oh, you know, right hand, but it means takedown or, vi- you know, vice versa. Really? Yeah. It seems so spontaneous. Kick to the nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kick him in the nuts. That's me in the corner. <laughs> Shut up. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, Ryan Bader is uh, with us. Uh, he's fighting Corey Anderson October 16th at the Footprint Center. Uh, it's going to be great. And Bellator 268 is upon us. And uh, you know what? Uh, continued success, man. It's been a I long time. That. That's awesome. And Let's get everybody champion. out there. Let's do it. October 16th. It'll be easy. Get your tickets. How do you get your tickets? I don't even Ticketmaster. Oh, easy you enough. Know. Yeah, that's easy. You find it the regular ways. Yeah. Uh, or just go to the Footprint Center's website, I'm sure, or Bellator. Which a footprint is a Suns Arena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got to keep saying that. They told me I was fighting at the Footprint Center. I thought I was fighting at, like, a community college or something. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, it's a Suns Arena. It's actually real. It's a real big place. Well, there you go. Uh, congratulations. Good. I don't know. I'm not supposed to say good luck. Just yeah, be, you get it. Beat the crap out of that. Good luck to you. And I hope it all works out. And you come back here. Uh, remain the champion, and then you get another fight in your hands. Done deal. Beautiful. Brian Bader, everybody. It's 98KUPD. Lincoln Park right there, bleed it out. You know, Bader's kind of a legend. That dude's a little bit of an Arizona legend right there. We just had a, somewhat of a legend in the studio. Been at it forever. We just, uh, Toledo went back like 14 plus years he's been. Uh, coming in here. Coming in here. Ugh. Again, we're being nostalgic because uh, 20 years on Friday of this nonsense. The longest running morning show in KUPD history. <laughs> by a lot. By like two and a half years. We passed that long but still, that's pretty amazing. 14 years have passed. And blink of an eye. I remember going with Bader and C.B. Dalloway. Crazy C.B. Dalloway <laughs> to uh, uh, that barbecue. I had you guys yeah, judge. You had us judge. Brady. Of course, Brady gets us to go judge a barbecue eating contest. <laughs> you only had to try 20 briskets. And C.B. Uh, hey, you know about that Tiger Woods deal, man? Because that's when Tiger had just run into the tree. And, yeah. Here's a picture of the chick that caused it. Like, what? Like, yeah. My bro's nailing her, and I got photos of her. And all of a sudden, there's this naked lady. Isn't it awesome? Like, you're incredible. <laughs> then I said he was like a trip to Mexico, because I said, I think that was where I kind of originated that. Like, CB feels like you're going to Mexico. Sure, it seems fun, but at any moment now, everything could go wrong. <laughs> and that was when I was training over at Ryan's gym. Uh, back in the day when I was my, my boxing trainer, Ray, was helping him with boxing stuff. And we went over there, and CB's at the desk. Hey. I heard you this morning, bro. Like, what do you mean? Trip to Mexico. Like, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm not I so see sure. How it is. I see how things go. Keep talking. Okay. Now you're in my work. I'm like, okay. I'm just here to train with Ray, if that's okay. Okay, you keep talking. Like, okay. I do talk in other ways. I'm like, is he going to kill me? Let's just get it over <laughs> with. Just, let's just do this now. I don't like that. I don't like the feeling that you're going to kill me. I'd rather just kill me. He was cool, but he was fine. Uh, we get the uh, uh, Rock Horse coming up in a second. I'm getting a lot of emails. Brett's getting a lot of emails of people who are trying to find our owners and our uh, our bosses, our suit bosses in the main company's building, uh, trying to find their emails. Don't bother those people. I've got this. You guys, I know how to handle it. Don't do it. And somebody goes, I got your CEO's phone number. Don't bother Jenny. She's got nothing to do with it. She, had, she doesn't know. She doesn't. She's got bigger fish to fry. He doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. This guy says, uh, I get this. He goes, you're such a pussy. You're such a tough guy talking with Titus about us non-vaxxers. But with Vader, you didn't say anything. What has been my message about vax? Do whatever you want. I don't yeah. care. The tough guy with Vader. I think Vader should get the vaccine. If he doesn't want to, that's not my business. Said that the whole time. What do you talk crap about him not getting it? 
Okay. I think you should. Now All right, what? Dad. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Okay, I'm a pussy, I guess, because I you know, don't really care what other people do. I did it myself. I did. I even said it. I did mine. I did not get hassled. It's up to you. And I wasn't talking with Titus. gave Titus trouble because uh, his uh, cuck hilarity would have been great because he's a liberal lunatic. So you try to get, you got to get him fired up. Try to hit the buttons. Don't you know how this game works, William? Come on, come on. Uh, but yeah, don't bother our bosses, please. For God's sakes, don't bother. Our uh, Brad, I got this one before we find out what Brady's topic is. I'm right. worried. Oh. Says I need the Italian's opinion here. My lady friend was over last night when I was done cleaning up from the work. Uh, I walk out of my living room and she's laughing in hysterics to the television. Major pain is on. <laughs> I watch ten minutes of it and I'm like, oh my god. She's got horrible taste in movies. Do I keep hitting this sweet, sweet ass or recognize that Major Pain is a deal breaker? Man, that's tough. I, you know. Major Pain's kind of funny. You can't really Sean Connery her nowadays. <laughs> yeah, <right>. So, um. <laughs> it is his birthday. That, well, yeah. I so mean, maybe in honor of Sean on his birthday. I true. believe I should give you five across the face for watching Major Pain. I guess it would depend on how hot she is. Yeah, and but keep an eye, keep an eye for some side stuff too. Man, I tell you what, super hot. Is he like married him. or just dating her? Says just dating. Oh, yeah, he's just dating. Oh, well that's, then that f that. You don't have to put that there. on the list. Oh, yet. She don't, oh then then doesn't matter. But don't get serious about it. No, because you don't want to find out what's worse than major pain. Hey, look, I was stuck with somebody, and I learned the hard way. Somebody that liked little Nikki for a movie. Oh, so God. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a deal. It's breaker. never going to, it will never work, dude. No. It'll never work. The you worst thing is that people who like those movies will sit and watch like Shawshank Redemption and go, ugh, this is boring. That's the problem. Yeah. Great things they don't recognize. Crappy things they like. That's where yeah, I say it's the deal bad. breaker. I mean, like, if major pain and this is the the passionate movie for them. Right. Or well, it, on the other yourself. side of it, like you said on the Shawshank, they're like, Man, this is. Yeah, they don't like that. They start That's not going to work, right? Well, you are. You've had. I, I was warning Brady early on in his relationship when Ronnie started to say that uh, Butterfly Effect was a great movie. When we walked out, I was very worried about it. Oof. Brady might want to keep an eye on her on her tastes because yeah. we already know that her vision's impaired. Yeah, learn from me. Yeah, <laughs> that one. That's a deal breaker for me. Butterfly Effect. I think that would be one where I'm on. Little Nicky too. Little Nicky definitely. Any like if grown ups again if she came, came back up at all is funny passionate about it like let's watch or this is you know in my top ten if who anyone like yeah. on uh, if yeah. Ronnie said this is my movie um, there'd be mm, yeah I think liking be, it is enough for me butterfly effect is on we're gonna watch that uh, no we're not uh, you're gonna watch it in your new apartment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bad. Time you to move can, on, pal. You can disagree on There'll movies. Be, there will be movies that you will disagree Sure, but they can't be staples. You'll and, never fully go into the Hallmark Channel movies right. as no, must have yeah, on but holiday. If I, if, but you let them have it. No, yeah. I don't. If somebody's watching Hallmark I, in my house too much, they get their own space. Well, I mean, and if it starts getting to the point where they're willing to I'm go saying. into it another is. room to watch Hallmark rather than spend time watching something decent, I've got someone that's not uh, fully invested in this. They're they're Hallmark people. The Hallmark movie lady, you got to be careful. If like one maybe as a joke, but if it becomes like no, I have to watch these, you got trouble on your hands, man. You got to you got to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's, that's why we have uh, separate uh, viewing rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the main room and she gets the bitch part. 
You don't have separate viewing rooms. You sit in there and watch those with her. Because it's your room. They've no, taken it over. No, I don't watch the... Uh, every once in a while, I'll go in, but then I find myself, hey, you, you'll ruin it. Oh, the Hallmark. Like, I hope they work things out. Oh. But if you go in Shut there, up. if you go in there and there's a Hallmark movie on, do you just grab the remote right away and put on yeah. ESPN or something? First of all, there's never been a Hallmark movie in the bitch uh, barn. Okay, I don't know about that, but okay. I don't think so at all. I don't think <laughs> he has ESPN cave. in the bitch barn. It's just <laughs> Does a not DVD. allow that. Oh, when you get one of those, I'll let us know. Up. <laughs> yeah, tell me about this fantasy man cave you've got. Because the one we've de- we've been described is uh, definitely not off limits to a Hallmark movie. You know, you should do it's a, family movies. Put a, a, put a parental block on the Hallmark channel in the man cave. You won't do it. In I fact, gotta, i got to figure out how to... Do that Ask first. Kirby and Ron. Yeah, they I'll probably have, have they probably have one on ESPN, so you can't go in there anyway. Yeah, the Hallmark movie, that yeah, a girl who likes Hallmark too much. Out. I'm well, where'd you watch Ubi Halloween? Ugh. That was in the man cave. Oh. <laughs> oh. You burn it down. It's tainted. If you're watching a movie, that's the only place to watch a movie. Other places is just too wide open. I, I need it's what? Better surround sound. It just is. For Hubie Halloween, you I want can, the I can technical focus in mastery. On it. Now, Hubie Halloween. Well, need the on. THX sound yeah, you got to take it all Brady, in, John. Come on. Don't start giving me you needed the sound quality to make Hubie Halloween interesting. That, no, I didn't That's need a main that TV. Yeah. Oh, man. I blew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any girl that goes, oh, my God, Grown Ups was so funny. And we're not even, t- we're done talking. I don't need to know any more about you. Oh, Grown Ups 2 is funnier than Grown Ups 1. You're going to die taking a lid off of a tomato can. You're going to get killed by a can opener. You're the dumbest person alive. Yeah, I can't tolerate that kind of stupid. Grown Ups was funny. And in fact, I'll go so far as to say, I'll watch Grown Ups with you, and I'll watch you, and I swear to God, if you crack a smile, we're done. If you find a laugh in it, I'd be, la- I'd be laughing so hard at that movie, yeah. watching yeah. it with you. Yeah, oh yeah, you would. Because I'd be looking at you going, you find that funny? Look, it funny. You think that's funny? You are you know what that makes you? Retarded. Up uh, texters hitting in. Back. Get Brady's wife on the phone. Let's see if there's actually been a Hallmark movie in the barn. Oh, there's been a Hallmark When I'm gone? No. <laughs> well, then it's not a man cave. Then it's an everybody room. It locks. You should put a deadbolt on it when you're gone. That's what Connery would have done. That's right. And you don't know where the keys are. They're buried in my ash. If you want them, come get them. I dare you. <laughs> Scott Haynes is right. I think Major Payne's kind of funny. It's not a great movie, but it's kind of funny. That's one if she liked it and you didn't, no big deal. Major Payne has some laughs in yeah. uh, He says Sergeant Bilko, however. <laughs> that's very Miserable. true. Yeah, somebody, I haven't seen that one. Don't. And if you ever meet anybody who likes it, they can't be your friend. Definite deal breakers in movies. Definitely. For sure. That's why it's a question on, like, first dates. What's your favorite movie? You're not asking out of curiosity. You're seeing where their gauge is. They did a, I saw a list yesterday that was green light movies. In other words, movies that would be good date movies. Yeah. And they had, like, Princess Bride on there. Yeah. There's a couple that were on the For sure. bubble. Godfather. Godfather's a great date movie. <laughs> the Rambo when he went over to the Thailand or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's a good date movie. I can't watch this. Yeah, well, I can't. Shh, you're ruining it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, be careful, Brady. So if you met Megan and she told you that Grown Ups was her favorite movie, out. done. Uh, we uh, we wouldn't have had another sentence. Wow. <laughs> uh, that would have been the end of dinner. Oh, <laughs> is that right? Okay. Well, I don't think it's legal for me to date your kind. Why? Well, I think a normal can't date a retarded person. I think that's right. <laughs>
two years into it. Done. No, oh. It fell in love with grown-ups. Tell you what. <laughs> two years into it, if <laughs> I found out. you going on, this is the one. Uh-uh. If, if, if it was a 10-year relationship and grown-ups <laughs> came out and she liked it, divorce. Immediately. <laughs> There's some papers coming can, your way. I can let everything go. That? No way. Cordell and Cordell? Uh, yeah. If she... <laughs> if she beats you, press one. If her Sandler fandom is yep, that's it too. <laughs> it's a it's a it's like a reason for divorce, irreconcilable differences, uh, you know, estrangement, uh, Sandler fan. I mean, it's all on there, and it's recognized in court. Horrible. I'll tell you that. If I was if I was if in a fifty year marriage, and every year was better than the one before, and she laughed at grown ups. That's it. <laughs> We're done. That is a definite tell. How did I not see for 50 years that this is what you thought was funny? Terrible. Do you have one that's an absolute deal breaker? Movie? Yeah, like if she like Little Nicky's pretty Little strong. Little Nicky's that's, there. That's a trigger for you. But that's... Yeah, yeah Brady doesn't because he likes everything. But those Hallmark movies going day in and day yeah. out. There'd be a it's talk... Like that's your... No, because I know there's movies that I like that she won't like. That's the whole point of being a man. Yeah, you don't want her in there. We're the ones who That's use Connery. that. Women don't have a. There's a movie deal breaker for them. Like women don't have this conversation. It's like, what movie does he have to like for you to like him? Like, no, you don't play that way. You don't quote movies like crazy. You don't live through movies like men do. So yeah, they, it's different. They don't matter that way. Well, I mean, Medea. I gave her the questions. You've seen Godfather yeah. Yeah. two, one. Goodfellas, Casino. Yeah. She'd seen them all. I'm like, all right. Yeah. All right. You're, and you like sticking around. Absolutely. Right. Perfect. Grown-ups? No, she's not. Find out about Gups and Gups, too. No. Yeah, get it. She, Brady? No, she knows. What is your topic for Rock Horse today? Make it snap. Okay. It's uh, the song that reflects our 20 years being this week. Oh, my God. Years. Yeah. Oh, man. Brett's only been here for one of them. I know. <laughs> our 20-year, it'll be our anniversary theme song. Too bad yep. Lincoln Park's bleed it out. Just can't be farted out. Would have been a great one, but I would have had to change the words. All right. A 20th anniversary song. Wow, because it is the 20th anniversary on Friday of this nonsense. Okay. Wow, that's going to be tough. All right. I guess something in my head. Uh, if you got any suggestions, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text them over 97936 or Facebook it and push them over that way. Uh, we'll find out what we choose next. Rock Wars coming up. Hold on, I have to start that over there. I just... forgot what I was up to there. Not allowed to play it in one thing. It's a certain thing I have to play there. Blow stuff up. And I don't know how to turn it off now. All right, there you go. Uh, it's time now, 940 on this Wednesday, for our weekly battle of musical supremacies known as Rock Wars. And Rock Wars this week, let's see, who's it brought to me by this week? Mo Money Pong. Shorter long-term collateral loans from ten to $100,000. Or more. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. I want to go in there and get a loan for $100,000. Just to, <laughs> to see them go, all right, here's the process for that. Because it says so, so I want to try it. Byron Eric, you're just going to hand you 100 over. Here huh? you go, buddy. <laughs> see you later. You walk out there on 12th Street in Indian School holding $100,000. <laughs> I'd like to see that. 
Uh, but that's what they'll do. They'll help you out. Mo Money Pond's there for you. MoMoneyPond.com. They bring you Rock Wars. And Brady's topic for this week's Rock Wars. It is the 20th anniversary week of this silly little show called The Morning Sickness. 20 years ago Friday, uh, officially, uh, this thing began and is still going uh, somehow or another. And we're trying to figure that out. So uh, a theme song for our 20th anniversary, which, by the way, we won't be here for. We're taking the day off. Why would we come in for that? We've worked really hard. Uh, Brady, who would you like to go first? Start us off, Joan. All right. Well, Brady, lo these many years, I've, I've, I've rejoiced at driving into this workplace and feeling about uh, work that it's never been work. It's always been a treat. And carrying you along with me, as, as I have for two solid decades now, it's never felt like a burden. Not once. And people look at you and they say, John, how can you carry such dead weight for so long? You know what I say? He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Yes, the road is long with many a winding turn, but he ain't heavy. He's my Brady. <laughs> it's been a nice run, kid. Sure has. Here's two. Nowhere near 20 more. <laughs> Much fun as it's been. Eventually, this thing has to die. But this one feels oh, like it's it. after. Oh, he crushes that. Auto tune that a little bit. <laughs> but it's basically singing about uh, carrying a fat guy around. I got it. Bert? All right. Well, I, I've seen you guys for, you know, I've only been here a year, but I, I've seen you every morning for the 19 before that. Yeah. And finally got my ass off overnight. True. Show chugging along. And I figured the, the most fitting song for me would be a song by the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> okay. actually his brother, Frank Stallone. Oh, I got it. <laughs> this oh, is boy. far from over. Okay. Yeah, because you don't want this to end anytime soon. No, you just got no, it. No, no. And of I course, rookie year. Frank Stallone's the man. It actually fits. It does. Except for Brady and I. Look, we're pumping the brakes right now, Brad. You're getting on it. The train's most definitely slowing. No, it's says not. That. Look at our app crashing. I know. It's, oh, it's going faster. Well, I dragged that to the end. Trip even says it. How long do you want to go? And I'm like, God, it just seems horrifying. <laughs> I hate 4 a.m. Everything else, everything else you is great. Going to leave at the same time? How much? We've talked about that, but yeah. he's got to live long. Oh. Very old man. You seen him? He's ancient. Jesus. What do we do? Sign a ten-year deal and make him live that long? Yeah, he's fragile. Fit as a fiddle. He's not fragile, and he's not fit as a fiddle. Somewhere in the middle. Uh, anyway, that's a good one. I like that. Far from over by Frank Stallone from the the WAP in the corner. The chair. <laughs> There's no Marcus today because. He's playing at COVID safe. He's been in a festival with druids all weekend. Yeah, it was a psycho Las Vegas for yeah. the last four days. And he's like, I don't need to be around anybody until I'm sure I'm okay. He just got back. So he's not playing today. Brady, what's your song for our 20 years? All right. Well, it's been, like you said, amazing 20 years. It's gone really fast. But the the, the biggest bonus of doing this thing is working for a company that you feel like pretty much gives you your freedom. Right. So I had to go back to... Michael McDonald, Sweet Freedom. Oh, nice! It's <laughs> <laughs> a sing-along for all of us. So your 20th anniversary, you're selling, <laughs> you celebrate five years of Hubbard's ownership. <laughs> Both companies. Damn you. Here we go. Shine, sweet freedom, shine the light on me. You're the man 
Damn Michael McDonald choir. <laughs> Happens every time. Son of a. It's impossible not to do it. <laughs> we'll be no longer running scared, Johnny. <laughs> there you go. Will it be? What a disappointment. <laughs> These three choices. Are. Will it be Brady's song, Shine Sweet Freedom, to celebrate five good years out of 20? <laughs> what are you talking about? Will it be Brett's song, having been here for one year? <laughs> there wasn't a song called Thank You, Eric. No, no, I looked, I looked. <laughs> I mean, that would have been appropriate. The guy, the guy was here for a long time. You could have at least tipped Hallelujah, your cap. Eric? You, know? you could have at least said, hey, buddy. There thanks. was no Eric songs. No, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. Right. it's been a I good totally year. Looked. I mean, honestly, the way Brady should have played it is uh, the one good year. It's all eight Brady could have. One shining moment last year. <laughs> This is yeah, this moment. is it. Brady's had one good 20 years. Uh, so you chose Frank Stallone's uh, Far, Far From, from over. over. Brady chose that thing. I chose the Hollies. Hey, that guy's fat. Put put him down. Holy <laughs> Christ, John. Realize it now. Brett may be your Ted McGinley. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the shark. You might be Cousin Oliver. Oliver. Oh, no. Uh, all right, John, I'm just going to go to you because we're so late. John Gordon uh, will come. Pick. John also just celebrated his 20th year here. Yeah. at the. In the yeah, a couple weeks ago, 20 years. Amazing. What do you got? Can I plug for something first? Yes, you can, and you better. Thank no. you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Rock Wars also brought to you by. Brought to you by the Marquee Theater this Saturday night. Uncle Leo takes the stage for the first time at the Marquee Theater. That's right. And who's Uncle Leo, John? That would be my band, That's Uncle right. Leo. They're great. They've opened up for uh, a little uh, sodomizing. A little Linda. sodomizing. Was Linda. that our birthday show, or when did you do that for? Uh, no, that was just that was the uh, Pearl Jam. Did we show. do the Pearl Jam thing that Pearl night? Pearl Jam that night. Was it Pearl Jam? Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't. It was the it was Nirvana Foo fight. Oh, Nirvana Foo, right? Right. That's right. Hey, you that? know, you've done so many great ones. I've, you know, they're John, hard. that's a wonderful job of kissing my ass. But please, I've already got to 400 pounds on my back. We're great. I don't need you jump. So come out Saturday night. Come see Uncle Leo. <laughs> you won't right. be disappointed. I promise. Not at all. They're excellent. Really good band. And you're playing with who? Playing with the the, the headliner is Dead West. Okay. They're a local band, but they're on the move. They're really Will good. there be more people there than when we saw Faster Pussycat? Absolutely. <laughs> I guarantee it. I think I've sold more tickets than that night. Oh, it, it, all it took was filling, like, selling this room. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle you guys Leo. are going, though. What the heck? I can't. I I'm not here. It's okay. I got a gig. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you yeah. people. I got a gig. Brady, why aren't you going? We're out of town. Nine dark. It's just too late. It's too late yeah, on yeah. a Saturday? Uh, yeah. Toledo, why don't you go to John's show? Support uh, him. doing Verde Valley v- Adventures on Saturday. What does that mean? We're going up and uh, uh, rafting Chocolate Party. You're rafting? Oh, I saw that on the yeah. news. Yeah. Is that, yeah. The whole family? Uh, just me and Lisa. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, John, water's uh, high, if I was in town, I'm I'd not certain out all the way, JJ. Yeah, he is. Don't let him. Come this on, is, I've seen this before. Don't Look, there's a good, uh, John really good chance. John. Yeah, hold your breath on that one. Like I said, I've been carrying him around for 20 years. I know when he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know me. He doesn't want to be the guy who says no. He doesn't want to tell you, no, I'm not going to your show because it's too late and I'm scared of loud sounds. But he's telling you with that. I might might pop by the old JG program. (laughs) 
It's not happening. And if he does, it'll be there for eight minutes max. Hey, that's all we're going to play. That's it. That's eight minutes. That's all we got. All right. Uh, Uncle Leo, Saturday at Marquee <laughs> Theater. They are good. They're really fun. And uh, it's going to be a fun night. So you got a bunch of good bands on there. So Absolutely. go get them. We got to go with the guy whose show is named after no, him for good me. sake. That's what I figured. Come on. The Hollies. Oh, do we have to play it? <laughs> the road is long with many of- Come on. Everybody's going to want to sing this. You got to be reflective in a 20-year. Thank you, John. A 20-year anniversary song. How long is this thing? Uh, too long. Four minutes. Oh, my God. That's too long. It's like during Larry's show. Yeah, we got to do spots. First. We'll do spots first and then do the entertainment drill. And Larry will okay, start his show go. with the Hollies and dedication. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's a good song. And, you know, it's reflective. With more I to cry come. every time yeah. I hear it. And if you just keep in mind, it's about a dude carrying around a fat guy. That's hilarious. <laughs> I never understood that song. Because people had to, in the middle of the lyrics, you know, it leads us to who knows where, who knows when, but I'm strong, strong enough to carry him. What? Where did that come from? You were just talking about a long road and a lot of winding turns. And When did you carry in a guy? So he ain't heavy, he's my brother. His welfare is my concern. It's about, uh, it's about. Or his brother's down and out. It's toting the downs around. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. No. Oh. Quirky, not quirky, right? Yeah, quirky. Yeah. His welfare's my concern. No burden is he to bear. We'll get there. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. And that's how I feel about Brady. It's like having a special needs dad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, that's that. Congratulations, me. Uh, Happy 20th anniversary to Brady. Happy year and a week to Brett. However long Toledo's been here is too long. It's 98. 1002. Uh, that's a uh, beautiful Nirvana right there. We all know that by now. Uh, and uh, I got an email, Brady, from somebody who said, Here's what you need to know about your song for your 20th anniversary, carrying Brady around. Back in 1918, a boy named Howard Loomis was abandoned by his mother at Father Flanagan's Home for Boys, which had opened just a year earlier. Howard had the polio and wore heavy leg braces. It was difficult for him. Especially when he had to go up and down stairs. Soon, several of the, whole, of the home's older boys carried Howard up and down those stairs. Much like you and Brady, John. One day, Father Flanagan asked Reuben Granger, one of the older boys, if Howard was, if it was heavy uh, carrying Howard. Is it, is it tough to carry Howard, he says. Is that hard? And Reuben replied, he ain't, he ain't heavy, Father. He's my brother. The road is He's not fat. Well, he's sort of fat, but he's my brother. Poor Howard. Nobody sings about that. How miserable it had to be for Howard. You get toted up and down stairs. You wouldn't even put in a ramp, for Christ's sake. Kids got to get peeled out of a chair every night. And this is supposed to be a beautiful story. It sounds awful. I right, my neck, my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One kid with polio and everybody everybody else needs a, you know, a C5 surgery at the end of the day because they're toting this fat kid around with an erector set around his feet. And that's where the song comes from. He's not heavy. He's my brother. And that's how I feel about Brady. And that's coming up in moments on Larry's show, The Hollies. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't heavy. Uh, it is brought to you, uh, this entertainment drill, by my friends at reactdefense.com, also celebrating their 20th anniversary uh, back in July. I believe on uh, uh, July something 12th or 14th, something like that, they opened up here in the Valley, and they've been going strong ever since, and there's a reason why. 
and not to pat ourselves on the back, and you do something for 20 years and you do the same thing for 20 years uh, and people keep paying you to do that thing for 20 years, you're no joke. Ah, not everybody is good at that. WNBA is a perfect example. But most all things that last for 20 years uh, are doing it because they're doing something right. That's no exception. ReactDefense.com. I've seen so many people in the similar industry of self-defense come and go, but the Tactical Black system lives on and is stronger each and every day because the people doing it know what they're doing. Family environment, great people uh, up and down, and the folks training there are also a special breed of people. It becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a friendship. It's almost like uh, going to a bar where you start to – you know, going nuts training. It's an, uh, an environment you just can't get anywhere else. So you can go to a gym, run on a treadmill, pick up heavy things, do whatever. That will eventually get boring. I've been doing this for a while now, and I have never left that place and said, well, that was boring. It is always exciting, and you get in great shape, and you learn a lot of stuff that you're going to need in this uh, day and age of uh, who knows what's coming around the corner. Never bad to have a few tools in the tool belt. So become a sheepdog. Don't be a sheep. They'll teach you how. ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, celebrating 20 years. In Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler, Brady Entertainment. My man TC, Tom Cruise, uh, surprised a family in England the other day. He was taking a helicopter over to a he had a, a meeting to go to, and they ended up having to land in their backyard because so much traffic was going on in the airport that he was supposed to land in. Couldn't take wow. him. That's so he got permission to land in their backyard. He did. From who? The family that somehow someone contacted the family said, Yo, bro, we're going to land in your uh, backyard. They said, splendid. Hold on a tick. That didn't happen. Brady. He landed and then asked for permission He landed and then asked for permission. Tom Cruise got out of that helicopter. Nobody would. If your phone ever rang and you wouldn't ring, nobody. First off, no one answers an unrecognized phone number nowadays. Second, you'd be suspicious of a helicopter that's spinning around your house. So maybe they didn't contact the family. Right. The fact that the Coventry, Coventry Airport was temporarily shut down. They had needed a place to land. Right. So they landed. People had the And then later property. said, sorry, love. But Tom Cruise needs to go somewhere. Said the kids ran out there. Tom immediately went to the kids. How are you doing? And said, is it all right if I leave my copter here uh, because I got a meeting? You guys can take a ride in it in exchange for TC parking his sweet ride. He called BS. BS completely. Yeah. This is a PR move. They, they were inconvenienced. They landed in someone's yard and used celebrity to get around it. Well, all right, all right, everybody calm down. Now, what if I told you right now Tom Cruise is in that helicopter right there behind me? Get off my lawn, you son of a bitch. You can't just land your chopper wherever you want. Oh, it's Tom Cruise, for Christ's sake. Allison Webb said it was uh, surreal. An incredible day for my kids. You were mad at they first. fish and chips and a helicopter ride. I'm yes. going outside with an AR-15. I know it's England. They don't have them. I go outside with my hunting rifle. The helicopter starts landing in my yard. I'm like, no, 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 no. This ain't happening. Back up. We've got Tom Cruise. I don't care. On top of that, if they make a phone call, who, who's going to believe? Hey, I got Tom yeah. Cruise here. We're going to land in your yard. Uh, okay, right, pal. Hello, hello. Uh, who's this? Oh, we're a chopper going over your house right now. I got Tom Cruise. Love to land in your He's yard. He's on the telly. Hey, would you mind if we put a chopper in your garden? Well, I wouldn't mind that very much, thank you. I work hard on my garden. Well, we're going to do it anyway. Tom Cruise is in the chopper, and he's being inconvenienced. I don't care. I'm going to kill Tom Cruise today. Tom Cruise signed the lawn. He mowed his name (laughs) in the lawn. That's a dick And then he told the kids to brush their teeth. By the way, it's also a house so close to the airport, Tom Cruise is willing to walk to it. So it's more... What on the earth's going on in our beer, Governor? It's some poor Cockney family. There's a chopper landing in our yard. Let's go raid it for parts and copper. (laughs) 
Showtime uh, finally admitted that they messed up the end of Dexter. Yeah, they did. Well, that's Instead, why it's, it's the fat, jewel right? in, in their crown, and we didn't do it justice in the end. So now they're saying there's a possibility of a spinoff or a continuation of the new on the uh, new season that hasn't yeah. been ruled out officially. That they'll continue. Oh, they'll on. keep going. Yeah. So they don't like how the new season ended either. No, they didn't like. They said, "Okay, you're right. The original ending was bad, Stunk. but we've got this new season coming out, and we're actually looking into maybe no, doing a spinoff." No do-overs. It is what it is. Jason Momoa was being interviewed the other day, and he's uh, on the Late Show, and he said, "I got a text four days ago from Dave Bautista. He says uh, we need to do a buddy cop film. Uh, how about if we do it in Hawaii?" It's a go. He says, I'm in. That's all it takes. Yeah, he says, well, Dave loves wearing Speedos. I love wearing board shorts. And with the, both of our shirts <laughs> off, he'll, he'll be grumpy. I'll be charming. Boom. Perfect. What's a better film? Scott Haynes is right. He goes, did Brady just do a story that says Tom Cruise got permission to buzz the tower? Yes. <laughs> I think he did. I think that's exactly right. Permission to buzz the garden. Brett Tony Hawk did a... Limited edition skateboard with his actual blood in the paint. Yeesh. But it sold out. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Well, Kiss did that back in the day with their comic books. Supposedly. Herschel Walker. That was before DNA. I DNA test my Kiss book and find out that that's food (laughs) coloring. How about this one? Uh, John Cleese is making a documentary about cancel culture. Oh, that'll be fun. Should be pretty solid. Another one on Showtime's Yellow Jackets. It's about women coming to terms with what they had to do to survive when they're high school soccer players. They were in high school, and they were soccer players. Their plane crashed in the wilderness. What? It's almost like a teenage survivor. Wait a minute. There was a wait a minute. Now girls are common during the when great... they were high school soccer hold players. Hold on, hold on. Yes, yeah. because the the famous story of soccer players crashing in the Andes. Yeah. And now we got the Amelia Earhart version. Yep. I don't. I'm not interested. Hot teens. Well, that's different. Are they hot, sexy lesbian soccer players? I think that's players? how they're selling it. Like, and maybe they, you know, and they end up eating each other. <laughs> Brady, it's got something to it, John. That's all. <laughs> wow. Although I've seen the USA soccer team, and I don't want to watch them eat each other at all. Even though they probably they said ni- they survived ninety days with Hope Solo. Oh God. Ugh. They slept in there, and we understand. Um. Megan the Stallion got the law involved because of her record label was trying to block the release that she has of uh, Butter, a remake, a remix of BTS's song. They claimed it would be bad for her career. She thinks they're just trying to shake her down for more money. The judge ruled in her favor, so you're going to get the remix this the Friday. Megan the Stallion has already stolen from the Korean kids. Yes, no kidding. They just showed up. Would you get them at the airport? She looks like she ate a lot of butter. Yeah. <laughs> song's fitting. It's a song called Butter? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah Megan the Stallion is not going to not sample the butter. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, that's it. Let's get the heck out of here. Uh, all done. Thanks to Ryan Bader today for showing up. And uh, also, here's Larry. Uh, he's going to open it up with the Hollies. Yes. Yes. Maybe not all of it. I bet you Larry bails out early. Uh, but that's it. Larry will have another word for you about 11 o'clock. And uh, get ready to crash the app once again. It's just the way it works around here. It's 98KUPD. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. So long. Until later.
Bye. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.